Well, hi there, everybody. Sorry to interrupt your other podcasts that you're listening to, but a little uh, fun announcement to make here. Casey, in summertime, we'd like to get up to some antics. And those antics would involve getting a bunch of nerds together and doing what nerds do best, yelling at each other. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. So we are going to do Nerd Debate live this year. <gasps> Nerd Debate 5 live. There we in go. Person. Boom. That yes. is the subtitle. We just came up with it. We will be doing this at the amazing Bullfinch Brew Pub here in Syracuse, New York. So find all the information that you need at our social media or at nightshiftradio.com. We've drank Bullfinch's beer before. Dave, the brewmaster at Bullfinch, makes amazing beers. Check out the amazing stuff that's happening in Bullfinch. You can go to bullfinchbrewpub.com. Come join us on Saturday, July the 29th at 730 and be sure to be ready to listen to a bunch of nerds argue with each other. <laughs> All right, we're going to leave your podcast now. Goodbye. <laughs>
Oh yeah, that didn't make the. I must. I must have missed it in the in the copy and paste. But yes, mm-hmm. they're definitely not. Yep. So this is a session New England IPA. Session mm-hmm. in a beer refers to a lower alcohol content, so you can have more than one of them mm-hmm. in a session. This is about a four point one percent alcohol by volume. Good level for a Wednesday and, night. And this is exactly what I like in a New England IPA. It is hazy, juicy smelling. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's terrible, Todd. Give me your beer. Yeah, you that's right. That's, that's that. horrible. <laughs> no, that's. Oh my god. Oh, that's lovely. Now, the New England IPA is my favorite style of beer right mm-hmm. now. The problem I run into that is it's often a higher alcohol content. So <laughs> the that, session IPA, IPA is delicious. Mm-hmm. So talking cursive, let's talk about them for a second. Yes. Because uh, Danny and I went on a an away night. Yep. Thanks to a company here in Syracuse called David's Refuge. My son, the bear, has mm-hmm. some uh, challenges. Yep. And they help aid that by... Giving the parents a night out. All the only thing we had to come up with was a person to watch the kids. So give give caregivers a little opportunity to care for themselves. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what it was. And we went to Three Brothers Brewery. Okay. Standing there, I'm wearing a Biddy and Bows, which is a... No, wait, where's Three Brothers? Uh, in Canastota. Okay. Um, we may need to take a trip there someday. Okay, all the right. Warhorse, the Horse. Oh, beer yeah, we that's have, right, yeah. that's right. And this woman walks up and says, oh, I love your shirt. And now Biddy and Bows is a coffee shop. There's three of them now that are owned by two people who have two children with Down syndrome. Got it. And for the longest time, it was just called Bo's, Bo's Coffee. And then for one of his birthdays, he's like, I want Biddy put up there too. That's really cool. So it's Biddy and Bo's, and it's great coffee. Nice. One of them is in uh, Wilmington, North Carolina. Okay. Which is where we were staying, or yeah, in in Wilmington, right across from our hotel. And I'm like, oh, that place looks kind of cool. It had kind of like an airplane hangar look to the outside. I'm like... We should get coffee there the last Come day. On. We got there the last day. We found out that everyone they hire has special needs. Yep. Um, which is amazing. Sure. Getting people jobs that way. And uh, the coffee was fucking delicious. <laughs> I was like, what? why weren't we coming here every, every day? Every day, right? So oh, I get talking to this woman. And she's like, oh, where are you from? I say, I'm from Syracuse. She goes, oh, my brother, brother or brother-in-law, I can't remember which one, uh-huh. just opened Talking Cursive. Oh. So I had the connection there, and you took I've uh, had a couple Chuck of there. evenings yeah. there. Yeah. Uh, Chuck and I went there, mm-hmm. buddy from work. Um, it's rapidly becoming a favorite uh, local place. Their beers are delicious. They got a really nice, small but good uh, food menu there. Mm-hmm. So you have a little bit to eat as you're having some beverages. Sure. Uh, really cool downtown Syracuse. So is that where you went to get... The cans? No, I went to Buried Acorn. Oh, you went to Buried Acorn? on the way from work. So. Got it. I got it. Uh, another very cool place. Very cool. I've yeah. taken Chuck there as well. <laughs> Hi, Chuck. Jeez. Hi, Chuck. Uh, who is Ladies now gentlemen, enjoying Chuck retire- is not an alcoholic. <laughs> no, but he is retired now. So he can drink all the time. Yes, he can. And from his Instagram account, it looks like he is. Yeah. All right. Did you see that old-fashioned he had? I The smoked old-fashioned? No. Mmm. That looked yummy. Uh, we'll have to sample that when we take our show on the road to Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. Well, this is a delicious beer. So, yes. um, well done, uh, members of the uh, the collaborative project. Uh, they the autonomous they call collection. Themselves the, is it the Snowbelt? The larger group calls themselves like Snowbelt Brewers or something like that. But uh, yeah, this is really really cool. Yeah, it's very good. Mm. Okay. All right. Hey, do oh, you have any uh, production notes? I, I, you know, surprisingly fewer. But let's go with a couple simple ones. Okay. And actually, for this one, I'm going to take this. Kind of sums up 
the package nicely in one paragraph. I pulled this right off Wikipedia, so I'm quoting. Mm -hmm. The film's development began when Marvel Studios received a loan from Merrill Lynch in April 2005. After the success of the film Iron Man in May 2008, Marvel announced that the Avengers would be released in July 2011. With the signing of Johansson in March of 2009, the film was pushed back for a 2012 release. Whedon was brought on board in April 2010, that's Joss Whedon, Mm -hmm. and rewrote the original screenplay by Zach Penn, Mm -hmm. who's got some other credits, X2. Um, Production began in April 2011 in Albuquerque, New Mexico, before moving to Cleveland, Ohio. Some of the battle scenes were filmed right outside where my brother Chris works. Mm -hmm. He taunted me. Totally not fair. Uh, That was in August. And then New York City in September. Then the film was converted to 3D in post-production. So it gets released in 2012. It's got a budget of $220 million and does a worldwide box office of $1.5 billion. It's the highest grossing film of 2012. Third highest grossing film of all time. Uh, Pretty amazing. What's the highest grossing film of all time? Well, that would what be that? oh right Endgame. Avengers Endgame yes that's right <laughs> well deserved well deserved which is a far better movie than Avatar so <laughs> yes this is very true um, so a couple names there Scarlett Johansson obviously in the cast but Joss Whedon um, you know nerds know him and love him the creator of Firefly and lots I, of other properties I, I know him I'm indifferent to, towards him I, he, early Joss Whedon's great now Joss s- Whedon's so I got to be honest with you I have two I, words for you. Justice well, and League. So I want to talk about action sequences later and how you compare <laughs> them in this film mm-hmm. to Justice League. Because I think they work really well in this one. And I will fully acknowledge that it felt out of place in Justice League. Yeah. And and a lot of the action scenes were Joss. Sure, sure. But mm-hmm. the whole getting Flash up to 88 miles an hour to, you know, <laughs> you know that whole bit felt very much Shoe-horned like... A, in. It did. It did. And, and, a, and, and that's all Joss happened. trying to put... Uh, his mayonnaise on Zack Snyder's sandwich. Yep, I fully. Listen, yeah. when we get to Justice League, I, I think it'll we are deserve not going to be kind. Either well, one of us. that's fine, but <laughs> I think it works here. But well, we'll we'll save that. We'll save that. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's about it for the production stuff. The only almost cast was. Um, you would think this far into a franchise, you wouldn't be getting into almost cast. Yeah, but you know, I, I, I do want to say if this was DC. And this <laughs> It'd was, be all new, <laughs> but no, 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 no. See, and that's uh, what I was going to say. There's only been two recasts by this point. There's been uh, sure Don Cheadle yep. and um, Air, um, Bruce. Nope, <laughs> Mark Ruffalo. Mark Ruffalo is Bruce Banner. Mark yeah. Buffalo. Mark Buffalo. <laughs> Buffalo Ruffalo um, are the only two. But if this was a DC property, people are like DC doesn't know what to do with the flail in their arms. There are other reasons to point out where DC is filling their arms. Recasting is not now. It. I would point out the big difference there is that um, <laughs> if this was DC, they would have recast Iron Man here. It's so, Tom Cruise. So, well, oh, Jesus. But I mean, like, <laughs> Rhodey isn't even in this movie. Right. Is more important, obviously, than Iron Man movies. He'll join us later. He was supposed Iron to be Avengers. in this one. Oh, was he? Yep. But he's not as critical to this movie. But certainly, doesn't it feel like it's kind of like? And when is Rhodey going to show up? He has a suit now. You know, it really I, could have been used at the uh, fight in New York. So I, I was amazed. Well, let's let's, let's save that. Let's the only almost cast that I saw mm-hmm. was that obviously Ed Norton has some stupid ass clause in his contract that he gets final say on the script for every movie he's in. Is it the script or the edit? Does he have uh, some final say on the cut? Like it's it, both. it depends yeah, if he can get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And Joshua is like, that's cute. No. <laughs> And he said, well, then I'll walk. And they said, okay, bye. 
Yeah, that's unfortunate. So uh, I think the Coveney was also was asked again because remember he was listed as. Oh, I think I missed. Oh, that's right for for Incredible Hulk. Okay, yeah, yeah. I mean, when they announced this, I. Oh yeah, I, I like Mark Ruffalo, but I was like, oh, that's weird. Him, and now it just you're kind of like, oh, who oh, else could how, it be? Yeah, exactly. And the only other person I saw was Joaquin Phoenix uh, for Hulk. Yeah, uh, yeah, that was the only part that they had to recast. Oh, sure, sure. And also, there were people that were uh, looked at for not for recasting, but for Maria Hill. Okay, Ma- Marina Bakarin. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Oh, she. Oh, oh. okay. Sorry. Jessica Lucas. Uh, I don't know who that is. No. Marina Baccarin Bacar- is Bacarin, yeah. is oh, yeah. from, Deadpool. of course, well, Deadpool, right? Oh, hello. And Before Firefly. that, Firefly. That's probably why she got the audition. Sure. Oh, sure. Yeah. Whedon, not not Whedon, disparaging no, no, no. her Whedon, acting ability. Whedon loves working with the people he loves working with. Mm-hmm. Mary Elizabeth Weinstead. <laughs> One of your favorites. Hello, Mary. <laughs> and uh, Kobe actually got the part because Allison Hannigan <laughs> recommended her from working with her on How I Met Your Mother. Two, three, four. Actually, Allison Hannigan's husband is also in this. Really? Who is he? He's the guy with the weird hands. The guy that's... Hawkeye? Nope. Oh, you... The other? The other, yeah. Oh, that guy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He was on Buffy also. Yes, he that's was right. There, yes. um, what the hell is it called? Not the Slayers. What's the guy that trains him? The Seeker or the Watcher? Not the. The a Watu? The, the Guardian. Oh, Boy, we are already way yeah. off the rails. <laughs> Giles? Giles? That's him. Not Giles. Wait. But the oh, the, the second one. Got it. Oh. The hotter of the two. Damon, I think is his first name. You get Who the. Who replaces Giles? Okay. Wesley Wyndham Price is the character. Oh, oh, Rupert Giles. Oh, wait. No, no. That's Why don't you just type in Allison Hannigan husband? Well, sure. That's going to be the fastest way. <laughs> if you want to cheat. No, it's not cheating. It's using yeah. Google to its full advantage. Uh, Alex, Alexis Denisoff. Alec Denisoff, yeah. That dude. Yes. Oh, yeah. He's, he's the, he's he's the, the other. other. Yeah. yeah, so there's, you know, interestingly, there's a couple ideas here that they explore. And again, I don't, I don't ding them for... We open up some things, but we're not, you know we don't ultimately go in that direction. Sure. So um, the other is certainly one of them. Uh, the other, well, the, yeah, the other is quickly uh, taken care of in Guardians. Yeah, he really. I was like, is. oh, it's oh. not even Alexis. Oh, that, it's a different actor. Interesting. <laughs> For obvious reasons. Sure, sure. The only other thing to talk about, Rotten Tomatoes, is our IMDb score. Oh yes. Let's try that again. Yeah, hey Todd. Yes. What's the uh what's the IMDB score for this so, movie? Out of a ten point scale, this uh-huh. movie gets an eight point zero. Okay. Um, I think that's low, especially consider well let, Of let's, course you do. We'll we'll save that. Okay. Todd uh, think a number is low in a Marvel movie? I, I, listen, Al They're not all a hundred percent? Oh my no, god. Listen, have uh the Mandarin, how dare you? <laughs> all right. Uh so with that, let's uh let's talk about this movie. Yeah, let's do it. So uh this movie starts with an opening voiceover. The Tesseract has awakened. It is on a little world. A human world. They would wield its power. But our ally knows its workings as they never will. He is ready to lead. And our force 
Our Chitauri will follow. The world will be his, the universe yours, and the humans, what can they do but burn? Very creepy. Do you have the text? No, but we can we can just drop it in. I'll just drop okay. the whole thing in. So here's the problem, and we're going to run into this. You there's so much the whole fucking there's movie. There's <laughs> so much good dialogue, and again, yeah. this is Whedon's writing. So he, you can tell what's Whedon, you can tell what's Zach. Zach is also a very good writer. Yes, but I think Whedon's better, and I think his dialogue is really good. It's cryptastic, yeah. It's, but it's just so natural. The problem we're going to run into is there's so um, many places yeah. where you just drop in the whole passage. Interestingly, so we just talked about Alexis Denisoff, mm -hmm. the other. In this case, so this is an idea that we'll abandon. So we'll see him later. Later in the movies, we'll see the children of Thanos, mm -hmm. inspired by the comic book The Black Order. Or um, the Colobsidian, yeah. yeah. Sometimes they're called either, yeah. Right. Um, I think when they call the big, huge guy Colobsidian, they change it to Black Order. Yeah. But I, otherwise, it's Colobsidian, which makes it very confusing. The movies, to their credit, simplified it. Children, Children of Thanos, Thanos big per dude is Colobsidian. Perfect. That's for Infinity War. Okay. But, yeah, very menacing. He's got two thumbs. Very weird. Two thumbs and, uh, and like, an extra set of digits on, or is it the one thumb's on one side, one thumb's on the other? He's got a thumb on either either end. Mm -hmm. So I guess that's good. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. So I saw this movie at the end of the Marvel movie mm -hmm. You did the marathon, yeah. You did the marathon. Awesome. Midnight premiere. And I was struck by the pace that the movie hits from really as soon as that voiceover ends, we've got action starting. Sure. But it works. Just Here's my ding against the movie. Okay. It plays out like a TV show. Series of smaller chapters? What do you mean? No. We've got this cold open is pretty much what's about to happen. Yep. Title. Then we introduce each character along the way. Oh, sure. Then there's some conflict. Then... It just, it's a ding against it because it feels very much Joss is going back to what he knows best, TV writing. But everyone always forgets this because of the attack on New York is so cinematic. But at the same time, let's contrast in, in what I thought of as the, the mirror image, not to in opposition to how well this ensemble works. So this is a big cast mm -hmm. and it feels like everyone, everyone shares not necessarily equal space, but everyone has ample space. Mm -hmm. Hawkeye doesn't have as much in this movie as he will in later, but he doesn't feel shoehorned. He feels like he, he has a he story. He actually feels like he's pushed aside. Well, a I, I, bit. I think some of that is is the whole mind control thing. He's a mm -hmm. he's a yeah. Pawn. That's what I mean. Yeah, it's just like ah, yeah. uh, you're not really important. Boop, you're mind control. Well, yeah, but but in you terms know? of the character, we get to explore. We have ample space to explore each of the characters. Mm -hmm. Think about X Men and how lopsided that was. Clearly, Wolverine. It was Wolverine and the X-Men. Wolverine and Rogue to a lesser extent, but Storm gets one stupid line written by Joss Whedon, <laughs> right? Like Cyclops You're is not kind really of a making a good argument there. Well, listen, they took one line. But the way they managed to somehow make each character three-dimensional. Now, it's a long movie, two hours and 22 minutes. minutes. Yep. But even with that, now it helps that most of the characters are already well established before we get to this. They've one. all had a solo movie. The uh, big three DC, have. Yeah. DC, take note again. <laughs> DC, just stop. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> DC, don't, don't stop. Bring back the people and just get better writers, and let them do their thing. Yeah. This, I, I, I have to disagree. <laughs> this we are, works. We are, this is this is what we're going to be doing the entire. Episode. All so, right. TSVHC Army, but buckle in. I love each little vignette where we see a helicopter's coming into a shield facility. Yeah. Right? Project it, Pegasus. Oh, 
That yeah. might become important. That's right. In a later movie. But the projects listed on the sign as we get in close, the Joint Dark Energy Mission, mm-hmm. Western Division Project Pegasus, mm-hmm. the NASA Space Radiation Facility, and the Shield Accelerator Test Facility. Which is where we find the Tesseract and the Accelerator. That's right. So this is S.H.I.E.L.D.'s angle on it, right? Mm-hmm. So we've got Fury. He's accompanied by Maria Hill, who we're meeting for the first time. Mm-hmm. She seems to be one of his trusted lieutenants in but the same way also, Coulson is. Do you also feel like she's a little perturbed with him through this entire movie? Yeah, and I, and I think that's her job. It's a cut scene. Oh. So the beginning of this movie was supposed to be Maria Hill being debriefed by the World, the world Council. Security the World Council. Council. Yes. And she's like, you know, this happened and this got screwed up and this. And then the whole movie plays out. You see like little cuts of like Cap standing there with uh, destruction in New York. It's really cool. It's on the it's on the Blu-ray oh, if you okay. have it. Yeah. Um, and then at the end, she's kind of summing up at the end being like, yes, all this stuff went wrong. But the Avengers still did their job, whether Nick was right or wrong. And kind of leaves like indifferent, walks out, meets up with Nick Fury. And he's like, did they buy it? Yes, sir, they did. <laughs> so that's why she's got that feel through this whole movie is like you're supposed to still believe oh, that she, she is. Oh, that's almost how she's telling the story. Uh-huh. Oh, interesting. It's a really, but but I noticed it this time, especially like in uh, Winter Soldier and in all the other movies she's in with him. They're much more. They're tighter. They're yeah. tighter. They're more like. Oh, interesting. Yeah, and I was I, I going back and watching this. I was like, oh, right, there's that scene. I thought it was more along the lines of Hill and Coulson are so trusted mm-hmm. that they are the people that can call bullshit on Nick Fury. And boy, does Maria Hill call bullshit a couple of times she on him does, in this movie. Right? She really does. Yeah, yeah. Basically, they've got the Tesseract, which we saw in End of Captain America, S.H.I.E.L.D. recovered it. Uh, SSR. Right, right. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, post-war. They, don't, they didn't form they didn't S.H.I.E.L.D. Form Shield until uh, 46. Okay. And the war ended in 45, so. Okay. All right. Was, uh, they were SSR up in, because on Agent Carter... Oh, She's still an, an agent, agent of, SSR. of SSR. Got it. Okay. So um, they've got the Tesseract mm-hmm. and Dr. Selvig from mm-hmm. Thor. Well, don't forget, Colson points out. Dr. Selvig read an energy surge from the Tesseract four hours ago. NASA didn't authorize Selvig to go to test phase. He wasn't testing it. He wasn't even in the room. Spontaneous event. It just turned itself on. And what I really like in this almost Aaron Sorkin walking in dialogue section of walk the movie. Walk and talk? Yeah, walk and talk with me. Where are the energy levels now? Climbing. When Selvig couldn't shut it down, we ordered evac. How long to get everyone out? Campus should be clear in the next half hour. Who better? Yeah. You're like, yeah. oh, you know everything about Nick Fury. If this is, you're like, some people weirdly only watch the Avengers movies. What? I know. Why? Like, I don't have time for everything else. I'm like, you're going to be fucking lost. I like, you could probably jump in in just Avengers and be like, okay, I get the idea. Yeah. You do not need, because everyone gives a little bit of, hey, in case you missed my movie. That's right. Here's what happened to me in it. You know? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, But how could you watch the later ones and not? How do you get to Endgame and go, well, who the hell are all these people? Right. Um, There's a talking raccoon. What the fuck is that? (laughs) But it's such a great little moment of, you know who Nick Fury is by that. Because it's not mean. It's not like, oh, sure. hey, you're not doing your job right. Just do better. No, do better. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's fair. So it's in, so what he's referring to are the phase two prototypes, right? So a little bit ominous, a little mm. bit of a, yeah, we'll, we'll come back to that later. Mm-hmm. Um, now, Hill questions his orders at this point. Sir, evacuation may be futile. We should tell them to go back to sleep. 
If we can't control the Tesseract's energy, there may not be a minimum safe distance. He's got a, this great line. Sir, is that really a priority right now? Until such time as the world ends, we will act as though it intends to spin on. Yeah, that's a great line. And, and the way he delivers it is also just so and just badass. Unperturbed, like un, yeah. nonplussed. He's like, yeah, that's well, we're going to blow up or we're going to be here. And if we're going to be here, I need to get those phase two prototypes out of here. You know what? I, I have to go on a Star Trek tangent real quick. Move it along, Casey. Selvig briefs Fury. He points out they cannot control the Tesseract. He makes a reference to some gamma radiation. Nothing harmful. Low levels of gamma radiation. That can be harmful. Hawkeye's introduced. He's up in his perch. The hawk up in his nest as usual. Now he makes the observation no one else is connected. There's any tampering, sir. Wasn't at this end. At this end. Yeah, the cube is a doorway to the other end of space, right? Doors open from both sides. And with the most dramatic flare of all time, who shows up in a giant blue fireball but Loki? Loki. Wait, I thought Loki died. (gasps) Surprise. We've talked about the different role of Loki in mythology. Here we get to see it much more so. So in Thor, you can empathize with Loki. He's clearly, you know, working against Thor, but... I would contrast the Loki and Thor to the Loki and the Avengers. Loki and the Avengers is god of evil, right? So he's he is evil, he's homicidal. Evil. He yeah. is chaotic evil in this movie. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. And he looks at from the moment he looks up, he's got this almost like demonic kind of grin. The makeup on him. Well, first, Tom Hiddleston clearly lost all the Thor weight that he sure. gained yep. to, when he auditioned when he was to be bulking Thor. Bulking up, yep. yeah, because he is very gaunt in this movie. But they also do the. Uh, the makeup trick where you put a line right here on your cheekbone, it makes everything below it look sunken in. Yep. And there is a scene later where the lighting in it, I'm like, he just looks like he's wearing fucking makeup. It's really bad. <laughs> Sir, please put down the spear. Now, Loki's got this kind of short spear slash scepter that is really powerful. It's, you know, sending out these powerful blasts of blue energy, mm-hmm. disintegrating he- people. Loki is fucking shit up. I mean, he, he, he is, really is. And he goes up to Selvig and he takes the end of this very sharp spear. And you're like, oh no, Selvig, don't get impaled. Yeah. And he taps it on his chest. His eyes go from that uh, black, like, like the goo from uh, the X Files. Didn't watch it, but oh basically my. the whites of his eyes turn black. And then they turn bright blue. Right, right, right. You to never watch the, the X Files? Nope. We cannot wait. We, uh, we have to no. stop for a second. Really? Uh, yeah. It just it didn't. Uh, wow. Never. Yeah. It doesn't interest me. I mean, oh, it's so good. Yeah, yeah. That's what people say. Yeah. I also <laughs> didn't watch Lost. Yeah. You know. We, I could see Lost yeah. because yeah. if you if you didn't join right in the beginning, sure. no pun intended, you were lost if you uh, tried to join. Uh-huh. You're just like, wait, what? Why? Yeah. No. For whatever reason, it just never hit my headspace. I think Lost would hit your headspace better. Yeah, well, although now knowing, I was like, eh. Probably. Don't know. What, well, what do you think the ending is? Uh, Move it along, guys. This is not the Lost. Yet. <laughs> oh, jeez. That's Let's give me our next thing. I'm going to force thing. you to watch Lost. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Actually, Hawkeye gets charmed first. You have heart. Oh, um, I'm sorry. You're right. And then Selvig. Yeah. And, and then, of course, Hawkeye, who is fully on board, points out that Fury is stalling mm-hmm. Loki as he's setting up a self-destruct sequence. And that dialogue between them when he is uh, is pure weed. We have no quarrel with your people. An ant has no quarrel with a boot. You planning to step on us? It, it's brilliant. And the, the, the malice dripping from Loki's uh, voice is just palpable. I don't know why this has always stuck out to me, but when he says, I bring you glad tidings... 
Yeah. It's very weird wine reading. It's, it's almost walking out. I come with glad tidings. I've read stuff later that suggests that Loki was under the sway of you know, Who? S- <laughs> right. We don't know. Well, listen. No, Loki's acting on his own. It, he says in the beginning, he's here to rule us. Well, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Well, listen, we can acknowledge, look, at this point, 2012 and 22 movies. I mean, people have seen. This movie's almost 10 years old. I know, right? Fuck. Holds up, though. All right. Um, now, Hawkeye shoots Fury. Without even, like, Dispa- Hawkeye is full under control. But like, dispassionately. Yeah. Just pulls him up, shoots. Hill confronts them, but they get out. Who's that? You didn't tell me. Fury gets on the horn. Do you copy? Great shootout Open happens. Radio, right. During all that, the roof of where the Tesseract was starts to collapse. Yep. So the self de- self-destruct sequence is started. In full effect, Sorry. yeah. I didn't need to interject with that. Yes, please, continue. <laughs> yeah, and this is like, there's a couple moments in this movie you go, oh, right, 3D. This is one of them. When Fury's running down the hallway, it's yeah. yeah. <laughs> just falling behind him. I'm like, right, 3D, yeah. got it. Yep. Great chasing. Hill is driving. She's She's chasing... Loki and Hawkeye and Selvig in a truck. They have mm-hmm. the Tesseract. Fury's in a chopper. Now, uh, as the base is imploding, Fury gets shot down by Loki. One blast from the scepter takes the helicopter down. Sure. Loki's truck gets away. Now, Fury basically calls over the radio. This is a level seven. As of right now, we are at war. And Coulson says, What do we do? And smash cut to Avengers logo and the music. Yeah. Which is the fucking music. Which is so good. You don't. How do you not like this theme? Because it's overused. Well, listen. By the, the time we get to Endgame, we've heard it 483 times. And I'm okay with every time mm, they no, use it. No, All right. No, no, no. Now we get one of the mini vignettes. We'll smash cut to the, Russia. To bring the, the characters Russia? in. We're in Russia, right? It uh, never says, but the guy, they're speaking Russian. I wouldn't recognize the difference. But they're clearly in an Eastern European country. Mm-hmm. And, and great little nod to the fact that Black Widow is Russian. She's sure. speaking it fluently, having no problem. Yeah, she but even she, has some she funny, would speak. She would whatever she's language. A linguist. Yeah, yeah, whatever language she needed, she'd speak. So, but later in the movie, there's a part where they also give a little nod to the fact that she's Russian. Besides the fact that she says in this movie, "I'm Russian." Oh yeah, this sure, is sure. one of the problems I have with this movie. Everybody points out what they are and what everything about them sixteen hundred times. But again, you've got this big ensemble, and I I think to your point, this one could be a standalone movie. Like ideally, does, you should have watched them all. Does Black Widow have red in her ledger? She's got it's, red. It's unclear because she doesn't say it three times during this film. Listen, it's important. Does Captain America not understand modern things because it's, it's unclear. Listen, uh, they I, they you. They're not overused. <laughs> All right. Okay. Let's keep Untrue. going. True. So, yeah, she's being hung over, like, it's a warehouse. And I don't it's know. Like a ruined that, warehouse. But it's what's like, that area in the center? Why is there a giant hole in this warehouse? That would have been an area to transfer material from one floor to another or something. And they're, they're going to torture her. They're going to they're gonna throw her off the thing. And they have to write it down. <sighs> Suddenly, 
Someone's phone rings. One of the one of the henchmen's phone rings. <laughs> and he's very confused. He he almost has to look like I thought I put that on and, vibrate. I'm sorry. And then we hear Colson. We're at one fourteen Selensky Plaza, third floor. We have an F twenty two exactly eight miles out. Put the woman on the phone or I will blow up the block before you can make the lobby. So still tied to the chair. She she's got she's kind of cradling the phone with her shoulder. Colson is pulling her out. We need you to come in. Are you kidding? I'm working. I'm in the middle of an interrogation. This moron is giving me everything. And the, the boss is like... I don't give everything. She gives the really look mm-hmm. without... I don't think she says it there, but no, it's, no, she it's doesn't. just it's, the look. But it's the... Aren't it, you, though? And she is not okay with this, right? She's okay with... Oh, she's, she's not she, okay with being pulled out. And then she's doubly not okay. He oh, says... Barton's, Barton's been compromised. Mm-hmm. And now it's like flipping a switch. Mm-hmm. She's like... Let me put you on hold. And then... We see a ass kicking the likes of the climax from Iron Man Two, and she's making her way oh, through yeah. the facility. My favorite one is the uh, run, double kick with the feet, but then the backflip back up to yeah. get, land. I'm like, oh back shit! Up. Yeah. It's, it's, that was awesome. That is a that is a perfect sound. Sure. Like, we know everything we need to know about her, including that there's there's something that's even of more importance than her mission to her, right? Mm-hmm. She's told she has to go take care of the big guy. Colson, you know that Stark trusts me about as far as he can throw me. Oh, I've got Stark. You get the big guy. And she says something in Russian, and I keep forgetting to look it up. Bojomoy. Because it's not subtitled on right. purpose. Which yeah. leads me to think that it is a dirty, dirty word. Like the time the Captain Picard said married. Like the second episode of Star Trek The Next Generation, and we all went, Sorry, did that captain just say shit? Uh, I think she's saying Bojmoy, which means my God. Oh, why or, wasn't that captioned then? Because uh, I, I think it's more power. I, I think it's better to just to not share it. Just like because you you get what you need from that mm-hmm. with, from the way she delivers it. Yeah, there right. we are in India, yeah. uh, somewhere specific. We, we don't hear it here. We hear it later he when he's on the helicarrier. Um, yeah, I didn't take the note. I um, did. Hang on. You know, and I'll just drop it right here when he says it later. <laughs> I was in Calcutta. Little girl running through the little the wad slum, of, the wad, slums. Right. She's got a little wad of uh, money. She comes in, says that her father is sick, needs help. Right. Uh huh. And uh, she just holds the money out. The only English word we hear in this whole section is "please." The man that we will find to be they recast Bruce Banner, of course, follows her to help. They enter this little kind of ramshackle hut. She, she runs right into the bedroom. Goes out the bedroom window. And as he's realizing what happened, he is met by the blacks. Hey, I, I'm not sure what he thinks at first because he says, Should have got paid up front, Banner. That's right. Uh, I don't think he's worried, right? He has no care. I mean, we'll, we'll find out why later, but sure. he, he has no care. Like, mm-hmm. There's nothing bad that can happen to him. Right. In his so basically, Black Widow has been sent after the big guy. And obviously the honeypot. Obviously. Banner is immediately suspicious, right? Of course. Black Widow is trying is doing her best to allay his suspicions, points out that you know Shield has been keeping watch on him. He's but, been one year without incident. Right. Um, but they need him now. She tells him about the Tesseract. It has the potential energy to wipe out the planet. What does Fury want me to do? Swallow it? He wants you to find it. It's been taken. It emits a gamma signature that's too weak for us to trace. There's no one that knows gamma radiation like you do. If there was, that's where I'd be. 
Banner's suspicious. So Fury isn't after the monster. Although she's cool as a cucumber, he does like a mock raid. Talk to Fury. He needs you on this. He needs me in a cage. No one's going to put you in a cage. Stop lying to me! You don't even realize it happens until it happens. She's got a gun right on him. I'm sorry. That was mean. And her face, she is terrified. She's terrified, but keeping it in. But yeah. keep like, but doing her job. Mm-hmm. She is a one. I mean, she's there's no one. There's no bad actors in this movie. No, 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 no there's not. The, your criticism is not of the performance. Oh, not of the performance. Yeah. No, no, uh, no, but not at all. It's brilliant. He apologized. Well, what's great about that is he asks uh, how many Shield agents are here. He says it's just us. It's just us. And he's like, I'm sorry, that wasn't cool. After he does the scary, scaring her. Why don't we? Do this the easy way where you don't use that and the other guy doesn't make a mess. Okay, Natasha? Stand down. 25 that's agents right, are outside. Right. Of course, 25 guys. Just you and me. Who would have done jack shit, jack shit yeah. if, if things oh, had gone. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Black Widow would have been dead. Right. right. Well, and, and again, call it TV writing if you want, but beautiful way of setting the stage. That is important because of the scene that happens later when the Black Widow is in danger. From right, the Hulk, right, 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 right. Like, but um, it so perfectly sets the stage. There's also a line here that is used many times later, but not in an annoying way. She says, "You've been more than a year without an incident. I don't think you want to break that streak." And he says, "Well, I don't every time get what I want." Right, right, right. Now we see Fury again. He's talking. And who's he talking to? The World Security Council, specifically Powers Booth. Oh, the good old Powers Booth. Oh, R.I.P. Pow- Beautiful, beautiful voice. Yeah, that just, so distinctive, oh, that voice. right? It's just you know, it's it's that I've obviously smoked a lot of cigarettes that's in my that's time. Right. The sixties were good to him. Yeah, I did a lot of whiskey drinking. So. That's right. This is out of line, director. You're dealing with forces you can't control. Booth and the Security Council they want the Phase Two weapons. Fury, on the other hand, wants the Avengers Initiative. War isn't won by sentiment, director. No. It's won by soldiers. So Powers Booth doesn't show up again. But some of these World Council members show up again in uh, Winter Soldier. Yes. Yes. Two uh, of them, at least. Yeah. The Asian man and... And the female. Yeah. She's very important. Yeah, right, right, right. Now we get the scene that was the the one of the end credit scenes for Cap, right? So mm-hmm. Cap's in the gym, and I... I Love the scene. So first of all, the gym feels like a boxing gym pulled out of the 1930s. Right? What a what a great way to have our first scene with Cap be lit like First Avenger. Sure, it's very sure. much that same. Everything else up to this point in the movie has it's been modern. Uh, well, not Cal- not India, but but it's it's shot in a different way. Oh, sure. I'm actually interested to go back and look because all of Incredible Hulk. Yeah. The green and the color correction is turned up just a slight bit in that movie. I wonder if that in that first, green? I wonder if in that first scene it's he, almost got the yellow. Uh, yeah, they, like that, that he did it. Look, he yeah. did that too. Maybe um, it lo- it looks great. Steve is clearly troubled by stuff. He we're get, he's getting some flashbacks of what we saw in Captain America, and then a new he's scene that's that terrible. Bag. Oh my god. This guy's still alive. Oh, yeah. That was that that's, ADR was. That's the best take they had. Yeah. That's it. Why didn't you? Why didn't you and that's only auditory. That's, there's no visual that accompanies that. Like, you could have had anybody record that back. I, I feel like it's somebody. Is it Whedon? I don't think I don't think so. I don't think so. I think it might be. Do you think so? Uh, hey, TSBHC Army, let, let us, us know. know. Yeah. So, of course, as he gets upset, he throws a beautiful, uh, I think it's a right hook. Mm-hmm. And, uh, 
the bag goes flying, you know, splits open. So he kind of sighs, walks over to a line of assembled heavy bags, Mm -hmm. picks one up, then one hands it up onto the up onto the chain. Uh, that's really easy. I do it all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, a full one. A full oh, one. Oh, oh, that's right. Oh, that's right. But also, like, as he's coming back, you can see there's like three or four that he's already done. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's, like, okay. yeah. he's going through a lot of bags. He's going through a lot of shit. Now, Fury comes in, you know, Cap, you hear that weariness in his voice, mm-hmm. right? You here with a mission, sir? I am. Trying to get me back in the world? Trying to save it. This was yeah. not Cap's introduction. In, in the original cut of the movie, and in my cut of the movie. Okay. It starts with him in his apartment, and he's watching footage of, we won the war, hooray, all this stuff. He turns it off, and he's got Peggy and Howard, yep. and I think maybe Tommy Lee Jones' character, the generals, decomm- are out of commission. For oh, work. that's right. And then he's walking through the streets of New York. There's a lovely little ad for the RDX, the Acura RDX. He just walks by one. This portion of the movie paid for by Acura. He goes to like a little cafe, and he's looking at Stark Tower, and he's drawing it. So you get that, hey, oh, remember, right. Cap's an artist. An artist yep. And a waitress walks up and kind of starts flirting with him. Waiting on the big guy? Ma'am? Iron Man. A lot of people eat here just to see him fly by. Right. Maybe another time. The table's yours as long as you like. Nobody's waiting on it. Plus, we've got free wireless. Radio, right? It's the it's, it's the supposed it's the to be Bernie waitress. Rosenthal. Yeah, it's the, the it's a blonde the waitress. End. Yeah, yeah, from the end. Yeah, and it has a Stan Lee cameo at the end. As for her number, you moron. That was the theatrical release. No, no. Oh, that's a nope. Just that's a deleted scene, but oh, in a deleted scene. My got version. It. Oh, got it, got it, got it. This is a little bit bigger than the scene that we got at the end of Cap. Like sure. The scene at the end of Cap. I think we ended here, with trying to save, trying it. to save it. Right. Mm-hmm. So here. Uh, Fury does a really good job, I think, kind of, of recruiting Cap. He bets Cap 10 bucks that the world can still surprise him. Mm-hmm. Right? And then it is buttoned with Fury saying, hey, can you tell us anything about this Tesseract? You should have left it in the ocean. Ocean? That's right. Tony, Iron Man. Right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> what a great juxtaposition to uh, the last time we see another Stark. Under the ocean. Uh-huh. And, right, with a sub. Yeah. Or no, he's not under the ocean. The sub is. He's up top. He's right. on the surface. Guy, but yeah. still. Oh, yeah. No, no. The ocean would have crushed him. We didn't have the technology that's that right. deep <laughs> then. That's right. Now we got Iron Man repairing an underwater cable before he flies up to Stark Tower. The first time we're seeing this beautiful Stark Tower. Mm-hmm. He and Pepper chat as the tower is becoming self-sustaining. How does it look? It's like Christmas, but with more me. We've got to go wider on the public awareness campaign. You need to do some press. I'm in D.C. tomorrow. I'm working on the zoning for the next three buildings. Pepper, you're killing me the moment. Remember? Enjoy the moment. I'm get in here and I will. He lands on this, like, platform right outside his penthouse. Mm-hmm. And they dial up the Jarvis assembles the armor around him from mm-hmm. the Iron Man movies. They dial this up to, like, He's 11. just walking and it's coming Literally, off Literally, of it's so fucking it's cool. And, of course, his conversation with Pepper is continuing the whole time until he is face-to-face with her in the penthouse. Well, Jarvis interrupts and says, Sir, Agent Coulson of S.H.I.E.L.D. is on the line. I'm not in. I'm actually out. I want to say, before we talk about this yeah. scene, this is the best performance Gwyneth Paltrow gives, I think. Uh, yeah. Out of any of the... Uh, I'm sorry. This is the best performance Gwyneth Paltrow gives as Pepper Potts. Got it. Sorry, yeah. this is not her best performance. Yeah, it's a great, it's a great scene. She's just, she's, she's lo- so natural and so like 
I don't know. But I mean, there's, but again, that's like we're getting these details that make all of these characters real. Mm-hmm. Colson, I mean, Colson, this is Colson's best movie. Yes. I mean, I mean, this, no, no, that's it not is. fair. Yeah. It I mean, is. But even like what he gets to do in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I mean, like this, I mean, there's just so much great stuff mm-hmm. happening throughout this. Well, he's, he's dead now in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Spoiler alert. Oh, is he really? Mm-hmm. All right. Died dude. last season. Oh, jeez. Yeah, so he dodges Coulson's call. You have reached the life model decoy of Tony Stark. Please leave a message. So in the comic books, of course, S.H.I.E.L.D. had these life model decoys that were basically robots indistinguishable from humans, and S.H.I.E.L.D. would use them all the time for double for people. Sure, sure. It became a little bit of a... I, I think it became a little bit of a writing crutch. It did. Like, it became like a Mission Impossible it, ripping off the could, mask. Yeah, but and it could always be like, oh no, Nick Fury didn't die. That was an LMD, mm-hmm. right? Like it, it was a little bit lazy writing, in my opinion. Um, no, no, that's my opinion too. <laughs> I love the uh, Stark Tower is your baby. Give yourself twelve percent the credit. Twelve percent. An argument can be made for fifteen. Twelve percent. Well, so my baby. Did do. I'm going to pay for that comment about percentages in some subtle way later, aren't I? Yeah, that's right. Now, Coulson comes in. Security breach. We'll get something we get a lot. He tries handing a file to Tony. Mm-hmm. Well, before that, the... Phil, come in. Phil. Uh, his first name is Agent. That three-way dynamic. The three of them is, are great together. Yeah, 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 that's great. Is this the last time we see this joke? The handing things uh-huh. to him? Because he gets handed stuff in other movies, uh, and no one, it doesn't seem mm, to bother him. Is it one of the Spider-Man Homecoming? Is there a handing? I don't remember. I feel like we get it don't, one more don't time. Don't bring up Tom Holland tonight. Okay. Tom Holland, Esquire. Damn it. Tom Junior. Holland, no longer R. R. in the MCU. Um. What about Night Monkey? I'm fully on board with this. <laughs> that wasn't great. I'm fully on board with N- Night Monkey. That would just be the double middle to Sony. Oh. Like, yeah, that's fine. Hey, when's Tom's schedule cleared? Yeah, that's right. Great. <laughs> hey, Tom, come here. <laughs> right. come remember, here do you remember Night Monkey? <laughs> We're going to put you in that costume. You're still going to be Spider-Man. That's right. No, you're totally Night Monkey. Look, Tom, stop sweating this. That's fine. We got it. <laughs> so Tony starts looking at the file. He, of course, fixates on the Tesseract. He saw the Tesseract because that was in his father's journal. Sure. So this is something that is at least familiar to him. When he flips everything and he, he sees all of it up on the screen, we there's get, a little bit of Incredible Hulk. Yep. There's a little bit of Captain America First Avenger. There's a little bit of Thor. It's all there. I think, I think we're getting Black Widow and Hawkeye in Budapest. They look like they're fighting in a war zone. But really, it's just the shot at the end From of the later. movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I love those animations. I, that's just mm-hmm. so- And just the look of... Oh, shit. I'm going to take the jet to D.C. tonight. Tomorrow. You have homework. So Tony's still looking at the screen, and I love the conversation that Coulson <laughs> and... There's a cellist? Yeah. Is that still a thing? She moved back to Portland. It's really good. That's a good Whedon moment. That's a, yeah. Whedon does a great job of world building like mm-hmm. that, making it real and lived in. And Unfortunately, you know, he kind of patted his own back and had the cellist show up as a character on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Well. Yeah. Which is run by yeah, his Yeah, but he probably, didn't, he probably didn't. brother. Write, yeah, but he didn't write that. He didn't write. He's not writing it. I think he, he might have had a hand in like the first. The pilot. Episode. He wrote. Yeah, but He helped like, write the pilot yeah, with but Jed. That, but yeah. then after that, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that's more a nod from his brother and the team to him. Like, mm, oh, yeah. remember that guy? I remember the woman. All right, so now we're uh, we're back with Cap. It could be a guy. It could. That's we true. No, Cap is coming in on a Quinjet with Coulson. 
Coulson does a fanboy bit that is so beautifully played by Clark Gregg. I gotta say, it's an honor to meet you, officially. I sort of met you. I mean, I watched you while you were sleeping. I mean, I was present while you were unconscious from the ice. He, he starts out just fine. He's had a hand in redesigning Cap's costume. It's just a great scene. Which this this is the most costume. unflattering. Yes, costume. Agree. It in gets fact, much better. He looks like Captain Puerto Rico. Yeah, a He's got bit. a red, a, red, a white, white, and a red, yeah. and a giant star in blue. I'm like, oh, Colson. That, yeah, that's that's fair. I mean, unbeknownst to our president, but Puerto, Puerto, Puerto Rico, Rico is part, is of, part of the United States. Now, we're in an underground lab, so Loki's got his crew working. While they're working on the Tesseract, he communes with the other. Mm-hmm. And the other, of course... You know, makes these. Big this threats. is where you kind of go. Oh wait, it's not Loki. It's the only one who's in charge because he says you dare threaten him. Points kind of points upward. You see a throne. A throne in a. You, know, you don't see any. Landscape. Yeah, yeah. The landscape in this movie for the cosmic stuff, beautiful. Yeah, really well done. Like, like it's almost like a dying star. That's the only thing that's like lighting this part. Yeah, of, yeah. Oh, it's so. It looks cool. great. It looks totally great, and it totally works back to like the comic images where he kind of had this. Had this throne. It's listen. It's I'm had, bleeping every time you, you say it, you motherfucker. But he's got this like throne on this almost like a asteroid, right? <laughs> on the small rocky outcropping, and just sure, they, sure. They did a really great job of translating that to the movie. I thought so. Now Cap lands at the helicarrier. They, he meets up with Black Widow. <laughs> yeah. She tells Cap about Coulson's trading cards. They're vintage. He's very proud. This yeah. is Scarlett Johansson and Chris Evans' fourth movie That's together. Crazy. They are like best buds. Yeah. In yeah. like you see, because they were like child actors together, right? Or, uh, or early career. Actors. Early career. The first thing was a romantic comedy with the two of them. I cannot remember the name of it. She was is like it? a nanny, and he like lived in the building too. And there's a whole scene where she's in her underwear because, of course, there is. Oh, that one isn't that the numbers or whatever it was that was. Wasn't yeah, that later? Like, that was later, mm-mm, I think. Mm-mm. No, we don't need to look. No, we don't need to no, look. Yeah. But you feel that. Like, yeah. from an acting standpoint, you're like, these are two people who are very comfortable with each other. They know how to play off each other. It's it's really a nice scene. It, it is. And certainly knowing where we're going to go with Winter Soldier, mm-hmm. like, talk about setting up what's going to be wonderful chemistry. And I love that it's never romantic. It's work husband and wife. That's yeah, 100% totally what is. they are. Yeah. And they do it it's so beautiful. well. It's beautiful, yeah. Uh, now, Cap meets up with Banner. Word is you can find the cue. Is that the only word on me? Only word I care about. That's Cap. That's Cap right there. Hey, you're the scientist. I don't care what else happens with you. You're the scientist. This is the role. This is your role on the mission, Mm -hmm. right? This is what you got to do. They're kind of conversing for a minute, and Black Widow walks up and says, Gentlemen, you might want to step inside in a minute. It's going to get a little hard to breathe. Right, and we see that all the turbines, yeah. All the uh, deck crew starts putting on uh, uh, pressure masks. And uh, (laughs) Cap, is this a submarine? Yeah. Banner. Really? They want me in a submerged, pressurized metal container. All of a sudden, you see that the turbines are going to point upward. It starts to lift off. And he says, No, no, this is much worse. <laughs> it's so good. That line, that is what sold me on on him as, yep. as Banner. I'm like, yep, yeah, he's got he's, it. He, you know, he's so great. Like, I like his little acting choices. Like, he so underplays it. Mm-hmm. 
Like, I love it. Fury has the con uh, of the carrier. Cap hands Fury. Without yep. even without a word, he simply walks past Fury, gives him 10 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> and Fury's like, no, right? That's right. <laughs> oh, and then Banner starts, uh, gets started looking for the Tesseract. So weird little acting choice from him. He takes off his, he's wearing a suit, takes the suit jacket off and like rolls it in a. In it's a, not a, it's a, like a. Blaze, it's almost like a blade. No, it's a full suit because the, the pants match. Do they? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was like a one blade. Piece. Oh. Yeah. It's so weird. I'm like, why are you rolling that up? What is happening? He knows odds are that suit ain't surviving long. You know, like, why yeah, bother taking care of it? You know, it's okay. going to get ripped, shredded, you know, at some point anyways. So then we're back to Loki. Now, Selvig needs iridium. Selvig suddenly becomes the exposition person in this mm-hmm. moment. This is stuff you need. Yeah, iridium. It's found in meteorites. It forms anti-protons. It's very hard to get hold of. Especially if S.H.I.E.L.D. knows you need it. Well, I didn't know. Hey, the Tesseract has shown me so much. It's, it's more than knowledge. It's truth. And it almost does like a head faint, like a little bit of misdirection. It's like, oh, this is going to be a heist movie? Mm-hmm. And it, it, it is I mean, for a moment. It yeah. is for a moment, right? Like, And we think we're going there. What did they show you, Agent Barton? My next target. Tell me what you need. I need a distraction. An eyeball. So now we step in on Colson and Cap talking, and Colson has clearly asked Cap to sign his cards. <laughs> and Cap is being very polite, huh? maybe a little bit creeped out, but he's being Cap about it. I mean, if it's not too much trouble. No, no, it's fine. It's a vintage set. It took me a couple of years to collect them all. Near mint. Slight boxing around the edges. Now we see Sitwell telling them that they've located the Tesseract in Germany. Is this not the introduction of Sitwell? It is. Yeah, it is. I really like him. I I hope he sticks around for a while. Yeah, I'm sure he'll be fine. He seems like uh, he's got a lot of potential. I'm sure Mm -hmm. he's going places. Yeah. He's also in the, um, there's a great Marvel one shot. Yeah. Which I think after we're done with this one, maybe a Patreon bonus Oh, we should we'll be to review all those. Oh, that's a great idea. Yeah, yeah that's fun. Because we're because sadly really we're done good. after that. Oh no, there's there are some in phase two. Are there? Yeah. Oh, Not, here comes the king. Is all hail the king? Or hail the king? Yeah, yeah. And uh, Agent Carter. Oh, that's mm. right. Uh, yeah, we should totally watch that. Hello, so, Agent Carter. Yeah, let's do that as a Patreon. That's a yeah. great idea. So um, if you don't subscribe to Patreon, okay. this is the time. You get over there now. All right. So now we're at a museum. Hawkeye is taking out the guards. We Cap sees his new uniform. The pacing here is so quick, right? Yeah, really well. Loki's done. walking really through crisp. some sort of like museum. Yep, he enters the gala first in his Asgardian robe, and then he's a master trickster, mm-hmm. master of illusion. He shimmers and he changes to a, a modern businessman's outfit. But outfit. It, it, it still gives the idea of Loki. It's still got that feel, right? Uh-huh. It's yeah, great. It's black and so green. Good. Yeah, it's really good. Um, do you know that this movie originally got an R rating? Because of this scene? I believe this might have been part of it. There may have been more shown. Interesting. So Hawkeye made a reference to needing an eye. Mm. So this vault in which there's iridium, a piece of a meteor, <gasps> meteorite. So to get into this vault that's got the iridium that Selvig needs, mm-hmm. there's a retinal scan device. Rather than going and kidnapping the guy mm-hmm. and simply hauling him in front of it. No, no, nobody no. got time for that. Loki, he just has this eyeball extractor machine, <sighs> horrifying, which then produces like a holographic image on the receiving end that Hawkeye has mm-hmm. that the retinal scanner views and opens the vault. Right. Horrifying. Now, um, Loki Haw- goes to leave. So, you know, watching this again, 
this is intentional. Hawkeye has the iridium. Loki begins wreaking havoc. He starts firing into the... Oh, yeah. Absolutely. He wants to get caught. He wants to get caught, absolutely. There's this great scene outside the museum where he commands everyone to kneel. Did you... When he fires at the police car, do you know what that that's a mistake? No. The police car was supposed to flip. It didn't. It just skidded, mm. and they left in the movie. Hmm. It's pretty badass. That's like... That's, that looks that's pretty awesome. Good. Well, there's a great bit where one elderly man... Who is that dude? He's a that guy actor. He is a, he is a that guy actor. Like he, I remember watching this in 2012 going, oh, it's that guy. He like used to be a professor on something. Yeah, hang on. He's only got a couple of lines. But God damn it, does Boy, he sell the he shit sure out does. of it. In hang fact, on. in the essence of time, while you're looking for this, let's just drop that scene in. You were made to be ruled. In the end, you will always kneel. Not to men like you. <laughs> there are no men like me. There are always men like you. Look to your elder people. Let him be an example. All right. Kenneth Tigar. He was born in 1942. He's known for the Avengers. Lethal Weapon 3. Yes. And Creator 1985. He's got 166 actor credits on he IMDb. Is definitely a that He's guy. He's a that guy actor. His first acting credit goes back to, oh, 1970, Net Playhouse, a TV series. He played Pontius Pilate. He's a TV actor. Oh, he's the bomb guy in Phil Weapon. Is No. Not the bad guy. The you mean bom- the, the bomb the squad Captain guy? Captain the ba- bomb squad. Really? Yes. Ninety-five oh, percent sure. That's okay. What he, hold on. He's on Dallas. He's on Night Court. He's on Mr. Belvedere. I mean, um, the guy is all over TV. Just Night the ten Court. of us. Star Trek: The Next Generation episode Symbiosis. He played Margan. Oh, he's a trill. Yeah, yeah. He's a trill. Lethal Weapon Two. Bomb Squad leader. Yes, yeah. he's the guy that 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 is when they in, come running out. No, no, he's the guy that in in two. It's when Murtaugh is got the bomb underneath his toilet, and he's the one who's in there. No, that's, like, Oh, right, that, that is, is too. Yeah. And he's there and he's like, Sergeant, I want you to dive into the tub. When you do, pull the bomb blanket down over your head. This is a good old fashioned cast iron tub. It'll withstand a hell of a blast. Then in three, he's Ernie slash detective. That must be when Murtaugh's daughter is doing the condom commercials. And he's in the bullpen afterwards. He's got to be one of those, yeah. He's got to be one of them, yeah. Uh, That's two. Nerd fight. So, no, no that two is three. the Kruger and three is the, three is is the Connick, Chris yeah. Rock, yeah. What? He makes you want to buy Bubba's. Adve- no, no, wait, <laughs> that's two. The no. Connick commercials, two. No. Yeah, because they go to play the poker game. No, no. The condom commercials, condom is three. His daughter's the actress. Mm-hmm. And Chris, oh, wait. Chris Farley, no, that's, that's four. That's four. Two is, Rianne is, is doing the condom commercial. Because it's the first time we meet... Uh, uh, because uh, um, at the end when they go to the Albavartan, yeah. uh, Joe oh. Pesci is like, oh, oh, look at this girl. She's great. Oh, that's what? Right. She makes me want to buy rubbers. That's right. That, yeah. Was that too? Well, yeah, that's two. so that's what they're Well, you know when we'll, we'll make sure that this happens is when we eventually do those movies <gasps> on Patreon. Oh, those are we will. Be, we totally. Well, we could skip. Yeah, we can totally skip four. For many reasons, mostly the horrible racism in the movie. Well, okay, that's, mm. fair. that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Especially knowing <laughs> that's fair. No, no, no. I, yeah, the real I, Mel Gibson. Now be like, oh, is this Mel's idea? <laughs> oh, that's unfortunate. 
Kenneth Tigar has this great speech, right? Mm-hmm. Um, he will not kneel to Loki. And as Loki is about to murder him, mm-hmm. of course, Cap flies in and has a great fight with Loki. Yeah. You know, the last time I was in Germany and saw a man standing above everybody else, we ended up disagreeing. In the comics, Loki, as Guardians, can lift about, uh, Loki's probably in like the 30-ton range. Mm-hmm. Thor's like 100 tons. Cap's yeah. just a normal guy. But his fighting prowess, like the fighting is great. He's ho- he's holding his own against Loki. You know, until we rewatched it for this, I always thought it was kind of hokey when Cap says, not today, and then punches him. But it's like almost as he's saying it, yeah. in my brain, I had taken it as his head's still down. He's like, sure. not today. Bam! I'm like, mm, that yeah. doesn't work. But now seeing it again, it, it, it it's still a little hokey, but it's Cap. It, He's from the 40s. It, it's The hokiness is undercut by how sincere Cap is. Sure. You know? uh, and, well, and, and again, Chris Evans. And Chris Evans. Yeah, right, Chris right, right, Evans right. sells the shit you out ca- of it. Right. You cast, they cast the right guy. Mm-hmm. Cap's doing just fine, but uh, we hear ACDC's shoot to thrill. Right, Iron Man appears. Agent Romanoff. You miss me? Black Widow's in the Quinjet. Yeah. That's right. Fixating the cannon on Loki. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Iron Man is it shows a minigun? Up. Yeah, it's yeah. Yeah. Uh, so they take Loki prisoner. Cap and Iron Man exchange greetings. Mr. Stark. Captain. They're in the Quinjet. A little note here. Yep. This is the only time that Robert Downey Jr. wears a full Iron Man suit. Really? It is a practical suit he's wearing. That's why he's just kind of like, I can't move in this. Interesting, and then th- this this must have then informed like later the thing. chest plate, right? Absolutely. He's like, I'll wear the chest plate, which is basically like a football player's shoulder pads. Yeah, because in like Iron Man one and two, he wore the chest plate plus some like pieces here and there, and like you look at the bonus features for Endgame, it's like chest plate, and he's just wearing street clothes. That's it's like amazing. you guys can do it. You got that's it. it's amazing. <laughs> that is amazing. Um, so on the Quinjet, Black Widow's flying them now. Cap is suspicious. I don't like it. What, Rock of Ages giving up so easily? I don't remember it being that easy. This guy packs a wallop. If this was a Deadpool movie, it would be like on Tony's side. would be like, no, this is where the credits roll. We won. That's right. It's done. <laughs> That's right. Goodbye. That's right. Lightning starts erupting outside. And of course, we know what lightning. Loki's not afraid of the lightning. What's the matter? Scared of a little lightning? I'm not overly fond of what follows. And what follows, of course, is that big hunk of Australian man meat. Now, did you watch this with the Queen? No. Oh, because no. I'm wondering if she's she was in, like... She's in a show right now. Yeah, mm. no, yeah. Clutching her pearls. Yeah, right. Uh, so Thor enters and with very little in the way of courtesy, grabs Loki. What are you doing? Iron Man's. Now there's that guy. Is this the sexiest he looks in any of them? Well, I know that that cut in Ragnarok is pretty good too, but like his hair is so pretty in this movie. Yeah, it's it's like they they got rid of the stupid uh, blonde frosting eyebrows. And most of this is his hair with a fall attached to it. Sure, sure. Um, And then I think maybe in Ultron, it's all his hair. Oh, really? I think so. Or in Dark World, or both. I know he grew his hair out, and then finally he's like, well, I'd like to do other movies, so can you just give me a wig again, please? I'd sit this one out, Cap. I don't see how I can. These guys come from legend. They're basically gods. There's only one god, man, and I'm pretty sure he doesn't dress like that. So there is a wonderful fight um, between Thor and 
and Iron Man. Uh huh. Well, first there's the scene with right. So Thor and Loki, right? And there's a great little nod to Norse mythology. Well, first there's some wonderful like hand waving of how Thor's back. With the Bifrost gone, how much dark energy did the old father have to muster to conjure you here? The fuck is dark matter? What, uh, dark just, energy. Yeah, yeah. But you're just kind of like. We're not going to explain We're this. Not Got explain. it. Great. And you, and you know what? Don't do a midichlorians. Don't. No, of just, course not. Yeah, of course it's not. perfect. It's but as they're talking, when he, after he says the whole thing about ruling the kingdom, what kingdom, all that. Sure. And there's that establishing shot up of uh, yep. them on the mountain. Two crows go by. Oh, I missed that. Mm-hmm. Very nice. And uh, what Hugin and Moonin. Yeah. Yeah. Which are. Thought and memory. Yeah. Uh, well, they're. they're oh, they're Odin's ravens. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Um, their names mean thought and memory. Iron Man catches up. And We're, delivers one of the best lines of the movie in a movie with wonderful lines. Before that, though, one of the most Whedon moments is the you listen well, brother. I'm listening. Do not touch me again. Then don't take my stuff. You have no idea what you're dealing with. Uh... Shakespeare in the park. Doth mother know you weareth her drapes? Do you know that that is a Robert Downey Jr. line? Is it really? Oh, yes. An ad lib by oh, him? Oh, yes. Oh, it's brilliant. Yeah. It's so good. fucking brilliant. It's so good. And this fight is wonderful. <laughs> it's two arrogant assholes yes. meeting for the first time. Yes. It's uh, so good. Um, so, you know, they go back and forth, you know. This is real, you know. Tony's like opening it up full bore, and of and, course, and, Thor's you know, talking, holding his own. Oh, against, sure, yeah, for the most part. Um, question, yeah. Do, at one point, Thor grabs both the gauntlets yep, and starts the... crushing the one. Is that the injury that he keeps going after in later movies? If you notice, we'll keep an eye oh. on it. But in later movies, he'll grab oh. that arm. Tony a, does. Yeah, like oh. a god crushed oh, may- that. It's maybe. not going to heal. Maybe, yeah. And he like doesn't stop to get it fixed. Oh, interesting. He goes on this whole mission. Maybe it didn't set right, and maybe it's just like in um, Civil War, he says, well, my left hand hurts. Is that normal? Sure, sure. Or right hand, so whatever he, it is. He doesn't break anything. But no, but it, it but probably it, did maybe, some damage. Maybe, yeah. No, that's a, that's a great point. Yeah. And the other question is, does Jarvis need an update? Because when Thor hits him with lightning, he says, Power at 400% capacity. Yeah. But the little heads-up display says 475. Not even fucking close. Really? Jarvis. Not even fucking close. Well, if it was like 410, I'd be like, yeah, okay, you're close enough. 475, you're closer to 500. Maybe he's holding nope, you back. you cannot. With, okay. Nope. This is, this is <laughs> okay. the voiceover department. And the effects department didn't fucking talk. And then they put it all together and they went, oh, fuck, Paul Bettany's not in country right now. So Uh, he took another vacation for the paycheck from this movie. Cap interrupts the fight uh, and really stops to scold them. He's like dad breaking up two brothers fighting. He totally is. That's enough. Thor, of course, is enraged at these puny mortals (laughs) and goes to deliver the hammer shot. Oh, my God. Put that hammer down. Uh, Yeah, no. Bad call. He loves his hammer. You want me to put the hammer down? And then Thor comes in with this double overhand blow that really, like, levels the force. Sure, it's, it's an immovable object hitting an unstoppable force. Yep. But would the shockwave go out? Doesn't the vibranium... I'm so, not, I'm not, right, I'm, yeah. I'm not, they, they change it. So in other places, vibranium absorbs the energy. Mm-hmm. In this place, it reflects it. Maybe, like, 
because it's a dying. It's a, it because it's maybe Milner. It's, it's also magical. So yeah. maybe it. You know what I mean? Little like maybe Superman magic. Yeah, maybe. Okay. I I, I you, fine you know, with that. I'm maybe just, there's an upper limit. Maybe vibranium can absorb unlimited amounts of energy. Maybe that's why f- can Todd. Maybe we, that's why somebody can do something bad to the shield in future. Listen, we don't cut. have to. Why? It's all getting because we're going movie by movie. No, listen, we, Todd, we know. Michael, we panic. know what. Listen, how dare you? How uh, dare you, sir? I need another beer. All uh, right, you you continue. The hammer shot does not drop Cap, but Thor sees the destruction that he causes with that, and he stops. So now we see Loki being escorted through the helicarrier. He passes Banner's lab, gives him the Joker smile. He sure does. Like. Tom Hiddleston, if he hadn't been Loki, oh. he would have made an amazing Joker. Oh, yeah, yeah. With that smile, I'm just like, yeah, yeah that's a Joker. That is, that is, yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Um, he is placed into a holding pod, um, and Fury joins him. Fences with him a little bit verbally. In case it's unclear, you try to escape, you so much as scratch that glass. <laughs> Thirty thousand feet straight down in a steel trap. You get how that works? Ant boot. It's an impressive cage. Not built, I think, for me. Built for something a lot stronger than you. Oh, I've heard. A mindless beast makes play. He's still a man. <laughs> and I also love at the end when you know Loki gives that huge thing about uh, to have the tesseract, to have power. Unlimited power. And for what? A warm light for all mankind to share. And then to be reminded what real power is. Well, let me know if real power wants a magazine or something. That's right. It's a great... <laughs> like, it's such, and I feel like that might have been an ad lib from Sam Jackson. Yeah. That feels like a very Sam Jackson thing. It's... Yeah. Uh, again, the dialogue, there's... Uh, on the rewatch, the one of my themes is just how strong the dialogue is throughout sure. the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so good. At this point, the team is discussing Loki's plan. So they're kind of having like a law and order bullpen <laughs> conversation here. Um, Got it. Cap is the, is the only one, aside from Thor, because that's just what he wears. Cap is the only one still in costume. <laughs> sure. It's like, oh, wait, is Black Widow? She is. She is. She Never is. mind. Yeah. So really the only person who's not is Tony because his he costume just take is the it armor. Yeah. Right. He's in his civvy. He's in a black Sabbath shirt. That's right. I, well, I am Iron Man. Mm-hmm. Thor defends Loki. I want to know why Loki let us take him. He's not leading an army from here. I don't think we should be focusing on Loki. That guy's brain is a bag full of cats. He could smell crazy on him. I've care how you speak. Loki is beyond reason, but he is of Asgard. And he is my brother. Black Widow points out. He killed 80 people in two days. He's adopted. Also, uh, the line, that guy's a, the head is a bag full of cats. When Danny watched this, she laughed. She thought that yeah. was, she's like, that's funny. I'm it's like, you're right. It is. It's great writing, yeah. Now, Tony explains why they were going after the iridium. Iridium. What do they need the iridium it's for? It's a stabilizing agent. Means portal won't collapse on itself like it did at S.H.I.E.L.D. Also, means the portal can open as wide and stay open as long as Loki wants. He pauses his observations into Loki's plan to point that out. That man is playing Galaga. Thought we wouldn't notice, but we did. Is that an ad lib? That is one hundred percent an ad lib. So not only is it an ad lib, it's an ad lib that then Joss Whedon decided to 
add on to and have the guy actually playing Galaga. Come on. That's brilliant. no, no, no. I don't think that's great at all. Wow. You're on the fucking bridge of a helicarrier for shield and you're playing Galaga. Listen with Captain America, Thor, Black Widow. Yeah. So, Come listen, on. It's Thursday for that guy. <laughs> it's Thursday for that guy. And he's taking a long weekend. So he's it's his Friday. It's, he's totally playing Galaga. Man, I think this is the hardest you have ever fought something. Listen, this movie is fucking perfect. Now, Tony asks how Fury can even see the left-hand screens. How does Fury even see these? He turns. Sounds exhausting. Uh, again, wonderful Whedon. My note, wonderful Whedon. And as he's kind of pressing buttons, doing all stuff, he takes a little uh, button, yep. pops in on the side of one of the computers. Sure does. Little, uh, It's a uh, checkoffs button there. Mm-hmm. Tony, you use it the right way. I use it the right way. Fury enters and kind of aligns the group. So at the beginning of this, I I like how Iron Man or how Tony just kind of like smooths everything over with Thor. No hard feelings, point break. You got a mean swing. We get one of the best memes from this movie. And I'd like to know how Loki used it to turn two of the sharpest men I know into his personal flying monkeys. Monkeys. I do not understand. I do. I I understood that reference. We get two in one shot because we get that and then a gift that we have both used, Chuck has used, <laughs> is in response to, I understood that reference. <laughs> it cuts roll. to him and just doing the eye roll. <laughs> Chuck does love that. I, that I use it all the time, too. True. It's so Because <laughs> what you don't realize is that that's like a crop and, and, and enhanced and of make closer. It's it's in a farther away shot because uh, Banner's there, too, and he's just like, who the hell is this guy? <laughs> Um, but so, this is the first of many. No, Banner's not in that. Sh- he's not yeah, he there is. with the team. No, he's in the lab working. No, he says the thing about bag full of cats. He is one hundred percent there. Oh, they all right. go to the lab in you're a second. Right. Well, this is this is the first time that Cap makes a hey, I'm just a guy out of touch. I don't yeah. know what's going on. <laughs> but happens too much in this movie. I disagree. But okay. Um, so now we see Banner. He's in the lab. He's working on the spear. Mm-hmm. Tony is collaborating with him and, you know, like feeling him out. Like, I think this guy's cool, but I need to make sure is basically the vibe. Also needs to figure out if the Hulk can actually come out. Right. He uh, he pokes uh, Bruce with something pointy. Now, this still says Paramount at the beginning, but this was the beginning of Disney taking over. Yeah, yeah. It's very clear that it's more Paramount in this scene because Tony makes a weed joke. You really have got a lid on it, haven't you? What's your secret? Mellow jazz, bongo drums, huge bag of weed? Huge... What? Holy shit. That's awesome. Tony invites Bruce to visit Stark Towers. He's talking about the great facilities there. They science bro out. In they science scene, bro 100%. out. 100%. Yeah. Caps comes in, and he and Tony are clearly at cross odds right from the start here. They're sparring verbally. Hey, are you nuts? Sure, Sam. Is everything a joke to you? Funny things, are. Threatening the safety of everyone on this ship isn't funny. An interesting, like, I don't know if it's the, the director of photography or if this was Joss's thing. Every conversation where it's just Tony and um, Cap, mm-hmm. they're going back and forth. It's dirty singles. You know mm-hmm. what that means? So if if the camera's here yep. and I'm over here, yep. if the camera's over my right shoulder and I'm not in the shot, it's a clean single. Got it's it. It's just of you. Yep. If there's a little bit of me in it, it's a, a dirty, dirty single. Got it. These are dirty singles. Through the entire movie. And they get more and more dirty up to the confrontation they, they have. Is that bit. intended to show like the closeness of them? Like, I think so. It's really cool. It's huh. very interesting. And I'm wondering if it's a DP thing or if it's a Whedon, Whedon thing. Because huh. it, it, it feels very comic booky. Sure. Sure. The closer. Because sure. yeah. like that uh, final, you know, you know, the philanthropist, that whole thing, those are extreme close ups on them, but they're 
extreme dirty close-ups. So it's really interesting. Whedon is kind of famous for like tight storyboarding. Mm-hmm. So I bet you he storyboarded yeah, that. I'll bet, yeah, I'm yeah, sure. It's it's really great. I, don't I really think that enjoy was it a lot. Yeah. And I always thought it was just that last confrontation, but I noticed it every time they talk when it's the two of them and it's some sort of like, hey, we don't just we don't agree. Even in this scene when he's like, Are you nuts? Sure, sure. And he's like, Well, Jerry's out on that one. When it then cuts to back and forth with them, interesting. It's all dirty. Interesting. Also, uh fun little fact about Robert Downey Jr., he would hide food on yes. set. And that's why when he passes the blueberries to, to um uh, Mark Ruffalo, his yeah. reaction is 100% genuine. Yeah, like, of, what the? Yeah, all right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'll eat your blueberries. He's almost at Brad Pitt level of snacking, right? <laughs> Which is just delightful. Uh-huh. Well, good for him. Oh, yeah. The guy's never going hungry. Now, Banner asks a question that kind of sets the this next little crisis or drama in motion. You're tiptoeing, big man. You need to strut. And you need to focus on the problem, Mr. Stark. You think I'm not? What if you recall us? And why now? Why not before? What isn't he telling us? I can't do the equation unless I have all the variables. You think Fury's hiding something? He's a spy. Captain, he's the spy. His secrets have secrets. It's bugging him too, isn't it? Uh, I just want to finish my work here. Doctor? Oh, warm light for all mankind. Loki's jab at Fury about the cube. I heard it. Well, I think that was meant for you. Even if Farton didn't tell Loki about the tower, it was still all over the news. The Stark Tower? That big, ugly building in New York? It's powered by an arc reactor, self-sustaining energy source. That building will run itself for, what, a year? It's just a prototype. We've got a series of kind of uh, quick scenes. We see Cap opening up a storeroom because Mm. he recognized... The energy signature of Loki's weapon looked very familiar. And to thank goodness he, you know, disabled the alarm that would sound if that door was open without. Oh no, that didn't happen. Oh, that's interesting. Alarms didn't. Mm. Alarms didn't exist in the 1940s. It's totally fine. You cut the tripwire. You're but, fine. But not in the 1940s, Todd. Oh well. Uh, um, I, I do want to point out that in in this quick cutting of everything, that we go to Thor, uh-huh. and they write Natalie Portman out of the movie. They totally write her out. As soon as Loki took the doctor, we moved Jane Foster. You've got an excellent observatory in Tromso. She was asked to consult there very suddenly yesterday. Handsome fee, private plane, very remote. She'll be safe. Thank you. Because she was pregnant. Oh, I thought it was she. No, she was pregnant. No. Well, obviously. Well, okay. We know now that's not true. Right. <gasps> Cannot wait for Love and Thunder. That's going to be awesome. Um, but yeah, I, I thought that was a, it's just a great like, yeah, yeah, we put her to a conference. She's on the other side of the earth. She's fine. Yeah. There's uh, a line here that is confusing. Okay. Thor says, In my youth, I called it war. In his youth? Didn't the events of Thor happen like six months ago? Well, the, the problem is, is the Asgardians are so long lived that his youth could have been, you know, a couple hundred years ago. It, uh, an easy line fix to this. I once... Courted well, war. Now, you know, it, it's it's so easy. Him saying in my youth makes him sound more like Thor because it's a very Asgardian Shakespearean the, way of speaking, but it was six months ago, man. But no, 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 but the, right, I see. But no, no, no. <laughs> that's not the only time he courted youth, right? Uh-huh. Like uh-huh. that's, in Thor, we see the end of that phase of his life. Right. We see the turning point where he understands the gravity of war. Okay. Up, in up, my youth and up to a up up to very recently, I courted war. Well, in in his mind, in his mind, maybe Thor was maybe that was a maturity, a point of maturing. All right. All right. 
Listen, I, listen. I, you know what's going on underneath this, right? Is the cricket sound effect. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Fury asks if Thor can force Loki to reveal the Tesseract's location, and he really presses Thor. Mm-hmm. And instead of Thor going to talk to Loki, Black Widow goes in. This is a great scene. It's a wonderful scene. She wants to know what Loki did to Hawkeye. Hmm. Um, now, And Loki asks, what's your interest in Barton? And what does she say? I got red in my ledger. I'd like to wipe it out. Now, of course, the the origin of this symbol, of course, is tied. You know, it, we're familiar with the uh, November Black Friday, mm-hmm. right? In accounting terms, a debt, something you owe, is mm-hmm. in red, right? Black, right? Because in, in your black, you've broken that's, even. That's green, when you've, you've profit. No, no, black is when you've you're out of you're out of the red. So right. it's only two colors, red and black. Oh, I thought green was counted too. No, because of stocks. No, stocks are green. Uh, no, in the ledger, oh. it, it would be it's black just red or black. red. Okay. Yeah, so black would be the point where you start making money. Uh-huh. So red means she owes, mm-hmm. and of course, this is something we'll see time and time again. It'll play out over the first three phases of the <laughs> of the MCU. But she is intent on repaying her debt now. And Loki lists a bunch of stuff here: Drakov's daughter, Sao Paulo, the hospital fire. Barton told me everything. Jesus. She was a henchman of uh, this guy named the Joker in Gotham City for a short period of time. <laughs> now, in Winter Soldier, a bunch of her atrocities are also mentioned again later in the film, and they cut a scene, and I feel like the hospital fire was, was part- one of that. Really? List. So it's that's, good. I mean, that's got to be something big. Um, both both the, Hiddleston and Johansson are wonderful in this. But, Do you know what a mewling quim is? Um Mewling means like crying, whimpering sounds. A quim. It's a vagina. Oh, ouch. <laughs> I thought that's what it was, but I wasn't going to go there. It's a Shakespearean term oh, for a vagina. And you're it. just like, Thomas Hiddleton. Yeah. What are you saying? It totally fits, though. He totally what? got that in there. Now, as Loki starts monologuing. I won't touch Barton. Not until I make him kill you. Slowly. Intimately. In every way he knows you fear. And then he'll wake just long enough to see his good work. And when he screams, I'll split his skull. This is my bargain, you mewling quim. We see basically what looks like cracks developing in the team, right? So, and and in and in Black Widow, she turns away from, um, from him during this monologue sure, sure. and is like, "You're a monster." And he says, "You brought the monster." And like flipping a switch, uh-huh. she has manipulated him. So, Banner, that's your play. What? It's brilliant. I love the amount of times that like Loki in this movie tries to be a badass and it just explodes it, in his face. Yeah, yeah. It is one of my favorite running jokes it, in this movie. It, it's yeah. This I've, is this is. It the gives a lot of credence to the idea time. that he's not acting like he's mm-hmm. not full in his right mind. Yeah. Because, this is the first time. I'm going to point out each time because they're all delightful. Okay. Well, I, I, one know, of those I know the one. Out I know the best. The best. One of the best moments is another <laughs> time when that happens. You know what's great during that scene, of course, is not just the way that Hiddleston is delivering the lines, but mm-hmm. Johansson reacting to what he's saying, mm-hmm. and he is like visibly wounding her 
until she gets what she needs, and then she turns it off, and you're like, oh, well, my I don't God. Think she- I don't think it was ever actually on. I think she was just acting. Oh, no, no, that's, I, what, no, oh, no, that's okay. what I mean. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, no, yeah. yeah. Oh, I don't she think was 100%. Nothing, yeah, nothing what Loki said there she, is at all affecting she her. She 100% got the upper hand. There was mm-hmm. nothing that he said that impacted her. The, granted, what he is saying is terrible. For the woman with no superpowers on the team, don't, think that, don't think that she's not tough, because mm-hmm. holy shit. Yeah. Thank you. For your cooperation. So then we're in the everyone's going to fight for a minute scene. <laughs> yes. The cracks that we saw starting to develop during Loki's monologue, now they mm-hmm. the cracks widen, right? So no. Fury's in Banner's lab mm-hmm. and quickly joined by everybody. Tony's calling Fury out on what phase two is. What were you lying? Cap walks in with a Hydra gun from yeah. First Avengers. Phase two is S.H.I.E.L.D. uses the cube to make weapons. Sorry was moving a little slow for me. Jesus, Cap, no need to be a dick about it. Right. While this is happening, the Black Widow, of course, is a loyal shield sword carrier. Shield carrier, right? <laughs> um, as it were. You want to think about removing yourself from this environment? Fury says that basically, so again, bringing everybody into the conflict, he turns, and it's Thor's fault that they started developing these phase two weapons. And he's like, what? Right. And Thor, who was kind of above it all, is now like, oh, you're bringing me into your shit. You people are so petty. And tiny. Are we supposed to feel like when Loki walked by Banner and smiled at him, Banner kind of like rubbed his head like something? I, is, I think the. I think that is it the scepter or is it Loki? I it's think it's very unclear. I think Loki is basically turned on the whatever, scepter. Okay, the, and whatever's in there, which we don't. It's know. like the pink slime in uh, Ghostbusters too. Sure, it's feeding. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's doing, feeding. Okay. Except instead of feeding off their emotions, it's, it's feeding their, them yeah. negative emotions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, and the camera work here is really good. Like the way the the look of the scene, like mm-hmm. the cuts between them, it look like you feel kind of tense. Were there, there no? I'm not fucking with you. Were there Dutch angles there? Sure. Yeah. Oh yeah, there were. There was the upside down on the uh, on the the scepter, and then it spins around. And sure. And it's right side up, but they're all upside down. That was a cool shot. This has a great uh, outtake in the. <laughs> In the outtakes, they're all arguing. It's clearly they're just trying to get coverage of them all arguing. Sure. And as they're going, Joss Whedon walks in and just goes, stop fighting. <laughs> That's great. That's great. The group is fracturing. And again, actually, so it's it's the spear. I think Loki turns down because the spear actually starts glowing. As mm-hmm. they're arguing, it starts glowing. And I like the uh, the nice little thing where... Someone says some, some, there's some argument moment, and Nick just kind of reaches down and undoes the the safety latch on his gun. That's in a minute. So, so oh, that's first, when he grabs it. Yeah. So, okay. uh, so as this is happening, we cut to a jet approaching the helicarrier and Hawkeye's aboard. So again, mm-hmm. just sit, set on the stage. Something bad's happening <laughs> at the worst possible moment. So that the argument escalates. Now, at this point, Cap and Tony are ready to go toe-to-toe, right? Cap points out that... You're not the guy to make the sacrifice play, to lay down on a wire and let the other guy crawl over you. That was important. Of course, Tony... I think I would just cut the wire. Hawkeye and the team assault the helicarrier. The team is just on the verge of fighting, and Banner reveals... This is when Banner reveals that he couldn't kill himself. Oh. You rented my room. The cell was just in... In case you needed to kill me, but you can't. I know. I tried. I got low. I didn't see an end, so I put a bullet in my mouth, and the other guy spit it out. Which is a kind of a deleted scene from The Incredible Hulk. Sure. Yep. Kind of just punched up for more like, oh, shit. And people look horrified when he mm-hmm. shares that story. Fury reaches down. And you don't know why, but, you know, 
Banner's still going, still going. He's keeping his cool, but he's definitely perturbed is about the level he's at right now. Yeah. He's not angry. It's not like he's going to... He's you not going to turn, but he's he's definitely... This is the most upset we've seen him. You know what I'm sad that they abandoned was that his eyes turned green. When Yeah, that was a great... Yeah, it, yeah. It, it never shows up in any of the other movies. It's so... Yeah. It's such a cool little... It was a cool... Yeah, it was a cool effect. So he's walking back, and he's kind of like quarter turned away from them, and he's like, You want to know my secret, Agent Romanoff? You want to know how I stay calm? Fury's got his hand in the gun. Dr. Banner. Dr. Banner. Put down the scepter. I believe Fury um, releases the, the... Yeah, that's what I said the, before, yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's a little... So that's like a three-point restraint. Yeah. After this, he's ready to draw. He can draw his weapon. I, I'm pretty point. sure Natasha does, too. Natasha looks she, like she, she might... She, yeah, she definitely gets ready, right? Yeah. Whatever and, Fury's seeing, And it's great. It's great, the... Ruffalo, like or uh, Banner, looks at his hand like, "How did this end up in my hand?" Yeah, it's it's really scary for everybody in the room for varying reasons. PL is peeing. We'll be right back. Banner ha- puts down the scepter because there's a beeping noise on the other side of his lab. Sorry, kids, you don't get to see my party trick after all. They're hunting down a specific signal that the Tesseract will emit. Right. They narrow it down to there's only a certain number of spectrometers. What was it? No, well, so that was some, ear- some early on. They were basically told to put every, you know, have every spectrometer in the world put up on roofs. Oh, and that's what it was. And tune into a certain frequency. Yes, you know, frequency 42, whatever it is. Um, right. So they, um, <laughs> he looks at it, it closes in, closes in. Right, We don't get to see it, but Banner sees it and says, Oh, my God. Explosion. Then it becomes not a challenge put on the suit, but a oh, shit. put on the suit. Put on the suit. Yeah. We get a wonderful collection, which we'll see throughout the movie. Like, it's a team, but the, everybody's got a different mission, right? People are doing different things. Mm-hmm. Banner and um, Natasha, Natasha fall yep. into one place. She's trying to keep him from transforming. Uh-huh. Spoiler, she fails. <laughs> Fury, of course, is back to the con trying to regain control of the helicarrier. They've suffered some damage. Yeah, why did Fury, both Fury and Hill need to tell us if they lost another turbine that the helicarrier was going down? Because it was really important that we knew that. Because yeah. it heightens that. We didn't get that's it the gonna, first time? Well, because that's going to be Cap and Tony's mission is to get the turbine. Right, but we right? don't need it well, told to us twice. We're not children. That's how we know that it's really important. Oh, boy. <laughs> we have get a great... Uh, a great line from Cap, right? It seems as he's checking out the controls for the turbine. Tony's trying to get the physical turbine freed up as he mm-hmm. has Cap assessing the control panel. What's it look like in there? It seems to run on some form of electricity. Well, you're not wrong. Was my <laughs> notification ringtone forever? It's not a bad one. It's great. It's just it's just the the hopelessness in Evan's voice of like, it seems to run on some form of electricity. I don't know. It's a fucking <laughs> bunch of wires. I don't want to go. Th- this is going to be tough. I don't want to go beat by beat through this. I do want to point out during this whole yeah, let's, montage. Let's talk about moments that, are, that we, we really We like. get Cap's theme again. When right? he f- does the, the swing and the flip over sure. the land, you hear real quick yep. it's like an upbeat version of it exactly the way you should use the like, theme yeah. yeah well in in endgame it's used a very subtle nice theme and it's just as awesome so mm-hmm. no they just use it right i mean they just don't when use it, it when enough. we want it right that's fair they that's need to fair. use it a lot more we've got this great chase sequence where hulk is chasing black widow he's almost gets to her, her and thor to the rescue 
great fit fist fight between the two of them. And a great, like, after he runs into him, when it's obviously his stunt double yep. is rolling away, yeah. it's almost like a little, like, pain at the end. Like, oh, that was harder than that I thought. Hurt. Yeah. We get to see a little bit of Mjolnir in action. So uh, Hulk tries picking up Mjolnir. And, of course, can't lift it to the point where... The force he's exerting is pushing his feet down through the, the decking. It's, it's great. a great moment. It is great, right? Um, the pilot that that comes up with the... Uh, Target angry. Target angry. Didn't that guy look like Oscar from The Office? Oh, I didn't even pay attention. <laughs> Just got the same... Because he, he comes up and he's got a, a mirrored uh, thing. So I'm like, oh, it's somebody. And then right. lifts it up. I'm like... The fuck is this guy? It's nobody. Right? Like you expect it to be like fucking Tom Cruise or something. The way they they That's do that interest. I'm like, but on this watch, I'm like, it's Oscar from The Office. <laughs> so Cap's fighting some troops to try and get the turbine going. Now Loki tricks Thor into entering the pod. Are you ever not going to fall for that? Coulson enters and and as Loki is about to press the button to send Thor plummeting thirty thousand feet. Move away, please. How does he know that it's? called the destroyer did anyone say that to him in thor he says you like this we started working on the prototype after you sent the destroyer oh i admit i totally missed that he name checks it exactly maybe th- no because thor left i don't know That's it's very question. weird i was just like well, how does he know what this is um, called did Thor say it to Selvig because Selvig has been working with Shield the whole time? So Selvig, sure. listen, after the end of no, Thor, no, it could be Selvig I, I, got totally debriefed. They couldn't, sure, they sure, couldn't sure, debrief sure. Thor, but they would have debriefed Jane and oh, Selvig we, we and saw Darcy at the end of Thor. He's taken down. Oh, into that's that. right, that's right. And Fury, that's right, that's right. Yeah. So is it that, or is because in this world all of the Norse mythology lines up to everything that happens on Asgard? Mm. Is there some writing about a destroyer? No, no, no. no you don't I think, think so? It, no. Okay. I think, think that's it's just Selvig. Selvig and, and Jane. Did Selvig? And, one of them must have heard it. Okay. Th- yeah. It, it was, Jane it, probably did. This is the first time. I was watching it and I, I went. I totally missed that. the fuck did he know what the destroyer was called? But the, the threat is enough to get Loki to back <laughs> off. Even I don't know what it does. Want to find out? Unfortunately, he won't find out right at that moment. As Loki is tricked Coulson in the same way he tricks Thor. So Loki, stabs him course, in the back with the scepter. The scepter. Now this and is, impales him. I mean yeah, it's a this was, it's a wash in serenity moment. Oh I'm a leaf in the wind. You know how Reavers clean their spears. <laughs> Damn it. No. They run him through the wash. But it wasn't a Reaver spear that kills him. It's the ship, but it's you know. Yeah. Listen, listen, it's a good joke. It's rest in power. Wash. <laughs> Power wash. Move it along, guys. I, I really want to point out that this was the thing that almost got in an R rating. Yeah, so it's fair. So he doesn't just stab him, but he does the almost like the daredevil, mm-hmm. right? Except, uh, Except he you goes can see through, it, right? And, it, it and there's blood. The shirt. Yeah. He's got a little blood on his. It's, it's kind of like what we were talking about in Spider Man. They had to digitally remove the fake blood on Toby at the end in that final fight in the oh, abandoned yeah, shirt. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, because sure, sure. It, it would have gotten an R rating. Yeah. yeah, they turned yeah. it to spit. I, I can see that. I mean, it's it's horrifying. Right? And also, again, outtakes. The amount of times Clark Gregg had to do this fall is hilarious. <laughs> really? He falls and like, at the first one, he's like, oh, shit, I fell wrong. Hang on. And he gets up and does it again. I'm like, well, poor Clark. I Clark. love Clark Kent. Clark, like, Clark Gregg. You got to figure this might have been the last thing he shot. So he's like, last day. 
I'm keep fucking it up. <laughs> Coulson is impaled. Thor rages, and Loki turns and hits the button, dropping him. Mm. Black Widow manages to knock out Hawkeye, and <laughs> Thor is plummeting before he finally is able to get his hands on Mjolnir and bracing himself against one side of the pod, blasts out the other side of it really right before impact, so much so that he actually goes tumbling across. It's a really great effect of him, the way like he's swinging, but he's going backwards. Yeah, like he can't I want get the behind the, the scenes footing on that. to. Yeah. I, it's really oh, cool. Oh, that's a good, yeah, that's a great point. I wonder how they did it's that. It's very frustrating because you're like, just hit it. As Loki leaves, a dying Coulson basically tells him that. You're going to lose. It's in your nature. Loki monologues. Right. Your heroes are scattered. Your floating fortress falls from the sky. Where is my disadvantage? You lack conviction. But at the very end, Coulson pulls the trigger. This is the second time that Loki tries to be a badass, and it goes horribly wrong for him. Coulson gets the last word. So that's what it does. Brilliant. Tony and Cap have been working. They managed to get the turbine restarted, Mm -hmm. but unfortunately... Tony does not get clear in time. Because someone's shooting a gun at Cap, he can't get to the thing to slow it down. Right. Cap in this movie is a lot like Ultimate Cap. Kind of an ass. Oh, you think so? Yeah, like when he's like... That stator control unit can reverse the polarity long enough to disengage maglev, and that should... Speak English! He is speaking English. Well, I I, I didn't see that as snarky. I saw that as, dude, I don't know what you're talking about. We clearly see this differently. We'll move on. So there's a funny bit right before Tony realizes that, oh, shit, I'm not going to get clear. And it's, Uh-oh. and all of a sudden he gets and he is he is just going through the pizza slicer. It's just fucking hilarious. Then we cut to, he, he gets out, he saves Cap. <laughs> the great little, just at the end, Tony just puts his head down like, oh, that was too much. Right. Uh, Loki gets away with the scepter. And mm-hmm. Fury finds the dying Coulson. This, I never realized. Somewhere when we were doing what? Thor, you made the joke, the God rabbited, sir. Yeah. Never realized it was <gasps> from this. Oh. Is that a, is that a military term, rabbiting? No, uh, I don't think so. I've never heard it before. So. I mean. But he said it and went, oh, I now get that reference. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's, a, it's great. Sorry, boss. The God rabbited. And Coulson, of course, implies their, the team name. Oh, I'm clocking out here. Not an option. It's okay, boss. This was never going to work. They didn't have something to... And then Fury relays Coulson's death over the radio. Agent Coulson is down. Medical team is on its way to your location. They're here. They called it. The guy that's tending to Maria Hill, it's just that some way. He's like, fine, bitch, bleed. <laughs> if you don't put some bactine on that, it's going to get infected. <laughs> And it also has a great outtake of just after they get this news, Kobe Smolder's screaming her head off about the death of Coulson. <laughs> Utah, yeah. I'm just going to drop right here. It's so funny. No! Coulson! Coulson! No! Oh, God! You are the greatest man I ever knew! You will be avenged! You will be avenged! 
I will get the Avengers, and you will be avenged, Colson. Fury tosses the Captain America trading cards, which are bloodstained, to Cap. I guess he never did get you to sign them. Fury gives his uh, a line that they'll use later in the marketing. That was an idea. And basically, we see that this is a second act crisis, right? Mm-hmm. The team has fallen. After rising, they're faced with a challenge and they fall again. This also starts a small part of the movie where, for some reason, Tony's arc reactor is not on. Oh, I didn't notice that. Oh, it's from here until... Pretty much the end of the movie. Really? It is just... Dark? Not on. Even huh. Until it gets tapped later. It is it. off, and you're just like, so hmm. that's keeping him alive. But it, does it have to, Is it such a low level of energy it needs to keep the... Nope, it's always visible. There's no it? way around okay. this. This is a full-on goof in the movie. Interesting. <laughs> um, so we see the team is the team has lost their way, right? So Thor's right. wandering through a field to retrieve M- Mjolnir. Mil Mil Mjolnir. Mjolnir. Jonathan clearly mourning Coulson and his own shortcomings. So Bruce has a great mo- scene with the wonderful Harry oh, Dean Stanton, big and green and buck-ass nude. It's a trimmed down scene. Oh, There's is it longer. Mo- yeah. <sighs> Which again, I mean, I is get in my it's version, a, it's a tight movie, but it's uh, that the rest of it must be great. Oh, right? it's so good. He talks about is it in the actual movie or is it in the deleted scene? I can't remember that he talks about that the Hulk positioned himself to fall into the warehouse. No, that's no, nope. Should have been the movie. No, oh, it's such a great little moment of again, him saying you're at like, 2.22, so but it's literally like a two minute extra scene, and yeah. it's such a great little moment of. The Hulk isn't just always out to destroy everything and everyone. Sure. He does have moments where Banner and Which him are, gets us to where he'll end up. Careful, in. fellas. Spoiler alert. Hawkeye is a dick. Well, he, he's having a hard time. I mean, but he's say, him saying the stuff about like what we know of Hawkeye and um, Nat's relationship sure. makes this scene real dickish of him being like, Have you ever had someone take your brain and play? Pull you out. Stuff something else in. You know what it's like to be unmade. She's like, you know that I do. It even doesn't make sense in this because he's the one who saves her. So yes, of course she does. The referencing the red room. Right, right, right. And it's just kind of like, Hawkeye, why are you being a dick? Well, I look. This is a low point for Hawkeye. Right? He's he knows he knows the the worst part is it's not like he woke. It was like a blackout where he woke up, you know, days later and what the hell happened? How did I get here? Right. Mm -hmm. He knows everything he did. Mm -hmm. He knows that he was using every bit of his ability to assist Loki, right? His insight into what Fury's doing. You know what we missed at the beginning of this attack? I really like the point where he points at the uh, engine that he's going to take out and then adjusts for wind. So it. Oh, sure. It's such a cool little, like, that's a cool little moment. His. Marksmanship never looks better than it does in this movie because it hap- it'll happen later in New York uh-huh. when he's talking to Tony and he just turns sideways. Yeah, yeah. He trained with Olympic uh, archers oh, to no get kidding. it down. Yeah, to yeah. make it look real. It looks great. Yeah, it, it looks, looks like he's been doing archery his entire life. Yep. Also in the Black Widow Hawkeye scene, you're a spy, not a soldier. Now you want to wade into a war. Why? So what's the response? I got red in my ledger. Two you problems there. Of yeah. course you know this. You guys are like best buds. I, it's, I feel like in this movie, they're setting up that they are in a relationship, a secret one. 
Oh. And then but they abandon it. See, I, I like it better. That it, I don't think it rings hollow when we find out that he's married no. with a family. Like no, no, no. They're, I think they're, they're also work husband and wife, too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they're true friends, mm-hmm. right? I mean, that's that's really what it is, right? Yeah. Tony and Cap talk. They share their different perspectives on the conflict. Cap asks, Is this the first time you lost a soldier? We are not soldiers. They have different perspectives on this, and, mm-hmm. and this will... You know, continue to widen and grow. It, it'll come to head, you know, yeah, in, sure. a, in a later phase. So they're trying to figure out why didn't Loki just take them all out there? He sure. wants an audience. He wants his name they in want, the sky. And he goes, son of a bitch. <laughs> it's, it's Cut to Star Tower in New York City. It's great. So the team steals a jet to go after Loki. <laughs> hey, you guys aren't authorized to be in here. Son, just don't. The team suits up. Hill confronts Fury about the trading cards. Sir. Those cards, they were in Coulson's locker, not in his jacket. They needed the push. The He's not manipulative wrong. spy master he is. That's what happens. And a nice little touch here when Tony's flying, yep. every once in a while just he dips because one of his repulsors runs out because this suit is beat to shit. Sure, sure, not sure. battle ready at all. Right. Oh, yeah, because it went through the turbine. The uh-huh. whole, That's yeah, a, yeah. I like that. Like when he... When he's talking oh, with Selvig. Oh, that makes it all the more important. And he's dipping. Sure. It's the yeah, suit's oh. damage. When mm-hmm. Mark 7. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. All right. At Stark Tower, we see the Tesseract is powering this device. Selvig's under Loki's control still. Um, he tries to fire at it. And it doesn't work. And <laughs> Jarvis. The barrier is pure energy. It's unbreachable. Yeah, I got that. Tony goes to talk to Loki. So first he cues up Plan B. the Mark 7 suit. And Jarvis is like... So the Mark 7 is not ready for deployment. Then skip the spinning rims. We're on the clock. So he lands on that same uh, platform that we, he did earlier when he was going to see Pepper mm-hmm. and strolls into his penthouse. Of course he does. Strolls around to the bar and is chatting. and Puts, puts some bracelets on his wrists. Yep. Just casual, mm-hmm. but in casual. Um, casual, is, but making sure Loki's not watching him do it. Sure. And honestly, you could drop his whole monologue in here because it's so good. Please tell me you're going to appeal to my humanity. Uh, actually, I'm planning to threaten you. You should have left your armor on for that. Yeah. Seen a bit of mileage and you've got the uh, blow stick of destiny. Would you like a drink? Stalling me won't change anything. No, no, no. Threatening. No drink? You sure? I'm having one. The Chitari are coming. Nothing will change that. What have I to fear? The Avengers. That's what we call ourselves. Sort of like a team. Earth's mightiest heroes type thing. Yes. I've met them. Yeah. Takes us a while to get any traction, I'll give you that one. But let's do a head count here. Your brother, the demigod, a super soldier, a living legend who kind of lives up to the legend, a man with breathtaking anger management issues, a couple of master assassins, and you, big fella, you've managed to piss off every single one of them. That was the plan. Not a great plan. So for the first time, we get the name of the team. The Avengers. the Avengers, Earth's it's, Mightiest Heroes. It's the whole thing, not just the name, the tagline that's for the them. the tagline, yeah. Um, it's great. And, of course, they're going kind of sparring verbally back and forth. Loki has an army. We have a Hulk. <laughs> Another great line. Loki walks up to Tony, takes the scepter, and goes to uh, Do the, tap. the chest chap with it. How will your friends have time for me when they're so busy fighting you? And it hits. Here's a tink, tink. Little erectile dysfunction joke. It usually works. Well, performance issues, you know, it's not uncommon. And then Loki is very pissed. Yes. Picks him up. You will all fall before me. Deploy. Deploy. Throws him. 
Mark 7 pops out. A wonderful visual here as Tony's falling. The Mark 7 suit comes rocketing out of the penthouse, mm -hmm. um, matches speeds with him, and then continues to build on this idea that the suit will assemble around him. Mm -hmm. um, in this case, as he's falling, allowing him to stop right before he hits the ground, and he rockets back up. Those people, though, that they're, they're, they're a little singed, right, from the repulsors. Well, he's like inches away from them. Well, I don't think they're they're not rockets, right? Right. So they're they're probably but they're letting off something that. Well, well, maybe they're like, you taste that? It tastes <laughs> weird. Ketchup and Funyuns. <laughs> uh, all right. And then, uh, so, I'm sorry. So Tony comes flying up and blasts Loki. And there's one other person you pissed off. His name was Phil. Blast him. Third time, Loki tries to be a badass. That's and it fails. And it fails. Now, the device has opened a portal, and we see some of the Shatari enter. Now, this is, again, I've said this off mic. This is the time when Danny and I watched this. She was watching it. We were in bed, and <laughs> Iron Man's thing went from blue to red for fighting, Yeah, which never happens again. Oh, interesting. Uh, he's flying up, starts blasting them. She goes, all right, I'm going to bed. And just rolled <laughs> over. I'm like, wait, this is... It's exactly the point where you would walk away yeah, from the movie. Got it. too bad. Tony immediately goes on the attack, but honestly, there's just too many of them, right? So we also then see New Yorkers at kind of ground level. And the, and we the see fight. the waitress that we have no idea who the hell she is. Right. She clearly should be Bernie Rosenthal, who in the comics is Steve Rogers' modern-day girlfriend. Mm -hmm. um, and I think, again, this is a thread that they they – exposed and then just chose not not to follow up on right sure um but for the folks on the ground it gets bad as the fight kind of immediately hits ground level so it's right. it's dangerous to be a civilian in new york so um, like i think at this point we can just kind of go through yeah the sure. highlights of this fight when thor and loki are arguing on stark tower yeah two great moments in this when he's like is this what you wanted you see good loki come out for a second he goes oh uh, Oh no! This is not. But then when he and then when he stabs Thor, mm -hmm. you see it again. Like they argue a little more, and then he stabs him. And in the stabbing, you kind of see Loki be like, "Oh, that, I've, I've done it again." I, I, yeah. Like he's not in, he he's not in control. Like you've been saying, sure. Like the real Loki comes out, and it's like, it's not. Oh my god! Loki. I just yeah. stabbed Thor. Yeah, that's yeah. a that's a nice moment. The Chitari have this space turtle. It's like part snapping turtle, part. Crocodile worm? part worm, <laughs> yeah, all horrifying, and it's basically a troop carrier. So uh, it comes in and it starts like ejecting Chitari warriors who Jesus. start just pillaging throughout mm -hmm. New York. We get a great shot of them in a circle, right? Which it's so funny because like it shows Thor spins Milner, shows Cap, he kind of tightens up, shows Iron Man landing, and then it shows Hawkeye. And he pulls out an arrow. I'm like, all right, but then it shows Nat. It's cocks her gun. I'm like, really? I, I'm glad that she gets the blasters and batons later because the guns just don't. It's just fit. silly. Yeah. I'm like, what? What are you gonna do with that? Yeah, yeah. We start to see this glimpse of Cap taking the lead for the team, right? So he starts formulating a I plan. Mean, Tony literally says to him, "Call it, Cap." So he heads further down, and Hawkeye and Black Widow hold off some of the aliens. Just like Budapest all over again. You and I remember Budapest very differently. That's a great little nod to her Russian heritage. She says Budapest. She does. Which is how they say it yeah. in Eastern Europe. Yep. Yeah. Cap jumps down. He makes contact with some cops. That's uh, a great scene. And it's great. You need men in these buildings. 
There are people inside and they're gonna be running right into the line of fire. You take them through the basement or through the subway. You keep them off the streets. I need a perimeter as far back as 39th. Why the hell should I take orders from you? That cop has 100% the exact reaction he should because to this point, probably the only Who's superhero he knows clown? is Iron Man. Is Iron Man. So he's yeah. like, who's this fucker? <laughs> the actor is a that guy actor. Sure. So he was a... I think he was on basically the whole run of the series for Oz, which I know you didn't watch. I have not. But, he, but he's a that guy actor, and he's great. And That's he's probably a, why he's he a got new, this. Yeah. He's a New York cop. He's mm-hmm. great. So as Is he's he a like, New York cop in, on Oz, too? Well, he's a corrections officer. Okay, so yeah, he, he's, he's one of those guys who just gets cast yeah, as a cop. Yep. Public safety guy, yeah. Mm-hmm. So as the cop is basically like, who the fuck are you? A blast happens. A Chitar, Two Chitari land next to cop. He beats the fuck out of them, chops one of their hands off with his shield, and the cop immediately starts repeating the orders he just got from Cap. I need men in those buildings. Lead the people down and away from the streets. You got it. We're going to set up a perimeter all the way down at 39th Street. It's perfectly done. Is this also the point where that same cop, and it almost looks like his uh, second-in-command, are arguing back and forth? He's like, does the FBI know what's going on here? And that guy gives that great... Dewey? Dewey? Yeah, that's exactly that, right that's before same, that. Yeah, Man, that, that Dewey is so good. It's really good, yeah. So the team hasn't yet kind of landed on a solid plan, right? So Tony's basically leading the space turtle away. Mm-hmm. Thor joins Cap, Hawkeye, Black Widow at the ground level. Cap, again, is taking command here. When Bruce pulls up on this little, like, almost like a motorbike, <laughs> like, putt, 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 putt. So Cap calls to Tony, hey, He's here. Banner, he showed up. Mm-hmm. Great. Tell him, suit up. I'm bringing the party to you guys. Famous line from Black Widow. I, I don't see how that's a party. And I don't like it. I, I it, never have. Really? They're in the heat of battle. A fucking space turtle comes, and she's like, I think I'm going to quit right now. I just... <laughs> nothing wrong with... Oh, you know what I, I didn't mention earlier? Scarlett Johansson has a... It's not a tick, but an actor thing that she does. Yeah. Her response to... Oh, all right. Is when... Cap says, well, without that suit, what are you? Billionaire, philanthropist, playboy millionaire. She, she goes, she and she I went, oh, that's, that's, that's your thing. thing. That's, that's your that's thing. thing. Okay. The cock one eyebrow and tilt her head like that. Yep. All right. As the turtle starts to approach the team, yeah. Banner basically does like a, I got this. And he mm-hmm. starts to step forward. And Cap, you, Cap. Dr. Banner, now might be a really good time for you to get angry. That's my secret, Captain. I'm always angry. And the CGI transformation here is, is solid. Top notch. Fucking amazing. Oh, it's not it, top notch. It's solid. No, it's fucking top notch. It was it's top perfectly... notch in 2012. No. It, it, holds, it holds up. I'm not saying it's bad. Because the effect, because it's so perfectly timed as it's a slow motion shot. Mm-hmm. As he turns, as the thing's coming in, he turns, transforms, and one punches this thing to death. And you see like the shockwave of it go up the, the spine armor. And it falls to its death. <laughs> Fucking well, no, that one, that one kind of digs the furrow right in front of him. Oh, the falling right. is the one when Thor. Right, right, yeah. right. Well, but, that, that's yeah, the next thing we're going to talk about. But yeah. fucking brilliant. Yeah. So they all get together, Cap. Until we can close that portal, our priority is containment. Barton, I want you on that roof, eyes on everything, call out patterns and strays. Stark, you got the perimeter. Anything gets more than three blocks out, you turn it back or you turn it to ash. You give me a lift. We get another nickname. Right. Better clench up, Legolas. Thor, you got to try and bottleneck that portal. Slow him down. He got the lightning. 
light the bastards up. You and me, we stay here on the ground. We keep the fighting here. And then, brilliant line, the last person to get orders during the plan. And Hulk. <laughs> Smash. And he does. He, <laughs> he leaps up onto the side of a building, holds himself there by basically pushing his hand through the, the masonry, and then just starts grabbing Chitari. But at one point, he's him. like, he's holding it like he's this way. And he sees one over on the other side, and he like flips himself yeah, around and he's back like chest, it. He's like chest facing the building, uh-huh. then then spins oh around to get. That's yeah. my favorite moment is when he yeah. just spin punches the one. It's just so good. That's a moment like knowing that Hulk is Chuck's favorite hero. Mm-hmm. That's a moment where you're like, oh fuck yeah, this is exactly <laughs> what I want to see happen right now. Yeah. The only other things I really like in this is then you know fights going, fights going. There's a great tracking shot that's I think does it start with Iron Man? Or does it start with Cap and Black Widow? And then Iron Man swoops in. You see Hawkeye fighting, and then it sw- it follows Iron Man for a second. And then it ends with Hulk and Thor on top of one of the space worm things. Yep. And they're working together. They rip off a piece of the armor, slam it in the head of the beast. Thor brings down the lightning on it, crashes into Grand Central Station. They're both standing there, and Hulk just punches him. <laughs> It's payback for the fight on the helicarrier. <laughs> but it, it, and it clearly is because he punches him and just goes, <clears throat> like, <laughs> all right, exactly, now we're even. <laughs> that's exactly the noise he makes. But it's that great dynamics, though, as well, right? Like You get these it's high so stakes, good. but you get these little moments of levity. That's a good one because it makes sense because Hulk probably is like, yeah, 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 we're fighting on the same team right now. But we were fighting each other earlier. I just want to make sure I got the last punch. <laughs> that's in. exactly right. Because Hulk is strongest of them all. That's right. Looks like the team's doing okay. Mm-hmm. But the World Security Council is concerned, right? They've got to worry about the whole world, not just Manhattan. Mm-hmm. So they give Fury the order. It's ambiguous until Fury responds. I will not order a nuclear strike against the civilian population. And they're like, listen, we've got to hold him here. This is our only chance. He the council's says already no, made this decision. And he walks out. I recognize the council has made a decision. But given that it's a stupid-ass decision, I've elected to ignore it. Fucking great. There's a great shot of Hawkeye's about to get his revenge on Loki, fires an arrow. We, That's definitely a tracking shot, right? Like We mm-hmm. see the arrow in flight. Loki turns just before it strikes him. He turns and catches it and kind he of He catches smirks. it, then he turns, oh, yeah. smirks, it explodes. Right. Uh, so that is the fourth time, the fifth time, <laughs> that's right. that's that right. Loki tries to be a badass and fails. That's right. Thor ends up at Avengers Tower. The no, Hulk no. ends up. Hulk, at, Hulk ends up. He so he confronts Loki at the tower. <laughs> Enough! You are all of you beneath me. I am a god, you dull creature, and I will not be bullied by. You know how they did it? No. Oh no! It died of rope. Come on! To his leg, <gasps> and, and he had, had like, this a huge shit ton of monologue. pants around him. Yeah. He was looking over here, so he couldn't see it, and they just. When he wasn't expecting it. Oh, it's like the diehard <laughs> dropping uh-huh. Hans Because you on could one, hear, and he, but he knew. He knew it was just going to so, happen. Right, he so, knew it was going to happen. Because right. you could hear it. He goes, and, and, you're all of you beneath me. And I, <laughs> there's it, a sound. And and the, the, the CGI for that shot. For the smashing. The, is, I mean, I, I remember belly laughing at oh, the theater, it, right? It's the smash. He takes, he, so... For those of you who are listening to this and not watching the movie ever, Uh, Hulk has grabbed Loki and holding him like a rag doll. By his feet. Smashes him into the ground, (laughs) smashes him the other way, smashes him a third time, 
holds him up for examining and is like, nah, that's not enough. Double smash, <laughs> lets him go. And as Hulk's walking away, what does he say? Puny God. So fucking good. Ruffalo and Lou Ferrigno's voices put together. Oh, that's great. Isn't it great? That's Ruffalo really does, cool. or Ferrigno does all the Hulk screams yep. in this, but for that that's one, the two of them. It. That's it's great. so cool. <laughs> and the last shot is Loki in the crevice of the last hit, just going... <laughs> We've got a close shot of him, like in the crater, like of his, mm-hmm. you know, head, and then they pull back. It's almost like a side shot, and as they go that, away, you hear that little like whimper. He's a mewling quim at that point. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, so to wrap up the the fight on New York, they have no way to beat the Chitari. Right. But they now have to deal with the nuke coming. So who volunteers? Iron Man. Right. So he's going to lay down on the wire. Amazingly. He's going to shove the rocket right up the space right up butthole. The space, right. <laughs> so Black Widow has pierced the, the barrier with the scepter. Selvig left like a back door in the design. Right. And she can close the portal. But Tony tells her to hold, right? Mm-hmm. So he gets underneath the missile and then basically told Jarvis, save everything for the turn. And you see like the chest. Yeah, you see all these extra things you've yeah. never seen before come out. And he turns. And it's this great shot as it goes ballistic mm-hmm. and up through the the portal and all of a sudden bam now he's you know on the other side of the universe and pepper is watching this on the jet she sees what's happening jarvis to call should i call miss potts i think he said why not but we don't hear uh, did we hear uh i thought i remembered that he tried making the call but i don't know if it happened so fast jarvis didn't even do it so it happens you see her phone ringing when they're watching but when they go to the other side everything of course he's on the other side of the universe Uh so yeah, that makes sense. One little minor science quibble. He has used everything to divert the missile up. He gets to he deep not- space. There's no... So he, as his jets stop firing, he visibly falls back. Now, unless he was close enough that on the portal... Gravity was Gravity was still coming okay, through. That would be... Okay. That's the only thing I can think of. Yeah, because otherwise... Because if you look, the Chachari are hanging back pretty far. Sure. From when it opens, and then they start coming in and like... As they get closer, they're they're like ships that they're riding on. Yep, kind of. Oh, almost do a like maybe shake, they're like they're coming hitting into, a gravity yeah. wave. Okay, yep. that would be better. I think that's how we can. All right, then Neil deGrasse Tyson this shit. Let's let's do that then. Of course, Tony has made his peace. Mm-hmm. He's done what he has to do. And as the missile detonates, um, and he is falling back towards the. It's a space butthole. It's a space butthole. Yeah, as he's falling back, they can see the nuclear blast coming towards them, and they're like. He's not coming, and Cap makes the call. He makes the call. Close it. So right before it closes in, Tony comes through. There's that great thing of that it closes, and then you see the nuclear blast shockwave. So Wash over where the the portal would have been. What happens to that nuclear shockwave? Does it just it, goes on for infinity? Will it eventually well, hit the well, Earth? Well, technically, there's technically there's no shockwave in space because a shockwave needs a medium to transmit it. Okay, in a so vacuum, there's no shockwave. The energy... The energy Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, that, yeah. Well, that would that would have been that would have gone in the same way energy emitted from the sun travels. So Just until it hits something, yeah. Oh shit, yeah. So that's, someone's fucked. Yeah, but space is enormous, right? Like space is incredibly enormous. Right. The chances of there being anything of interest that intercepts that is minuscule. Don't worry. Tell that to the Ewoks. Totally fine. Killing the mothership, of course. uh, The Chitari have like a cybernetic link. Speaking of Star Wars, they Phantom Menace the shit out of these guys. (laughs) It's the exact same thing. Yeah, that's fair. 
Um, so uh, as Cap realizes that Tony's suit is not powerless doing anything, yeah. and he's falling, Thor starts spinning up the hammer to intercept him, except Hulk Here comes gets there the first. Hulk. He jumps up, saves him, drops him back at uh, street level. Mm-hmm. We have a funny bit where Thor one-handed rips the face mask off the helmet. Uh-huh, and just tosses it. <laughs> and uh, Tony's revived. By Hulk's roar. What the hell? What just happened? Please tell me nobody kissed me. It's really good. So he... Uh, and the ad lib is added shawarma. here is added for the post credit scene because that was filmed the day after the... The premiere. The premiere. Yep, yep. that one I knew. you ever tried shawarma? There's a shawarma joint about two blocks from here. I don't know what it is, but I want to try it. We're not finished yet. So the team goes back to the tower where Loki promptly surrenders. It is all the same to you. I'll have that drink now. Now, in the aftermath of the attack, the world begins to recover, but, you know, it's a changed universe, right? It's, sure, it was one thing to see and... Thor in this middle of the desert in New Mexico, but this is Manhattan, right? Um, so we get news segments splashing. So a guy get, is getting a Tony Stark shave of a goatee. <laughs> Another guy is getting a cap shield tattoo, clearly an intelligent man. Yeah. Are we going to Stan Lee cameo? He's a skeptical guy in the park. Superheroes in New York cameo. We see Thor leading a manacled uh, Loki. Why does he have that uh, thing over his mouth? Well, because he's a magic worker, so it's he can't cast spells. He can't. But we've never heard him. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's. I think it's, someone I think in the production department the, made a really cool face mask, and, and they're like, "Well, well now we got." Yeah, I think that's more a nod to the comics, where he's he's does Loki's he, a magic worker. It's, but does he have to use incantations in the comics? Uh. Is it like Probably, Harry Potter where you not have to exactly, say but I think I, it, I think to your point, it looks cool. Yeah, it just looks cool. So it, it like, does oh, look really okay. cool. Um, so also, what you know, what looks cool in that scene is Tony's fucking car. That yeah, he's driving. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, that's pretty. Of course, Security Council's not happy with the way things resolved. They want information on the team and the Tesseract from Fury. Where are the Avengers? I'm not currently tracking their whereabouts. I'd say they've earned a leave of absence. And the Tesseract. Tesseract is where it belongs, out of our reach. That's not your call. I didn't make it. I just didn't argue with the god that did. So you let him take it and the war criminal Loki who should be answering for his crime. Oh, I think he will be. Thor uses the Tesseract to transport himself and Loki. They portal away. The team parts ways. We have a little closing scene with Fury leaving the council chamber. He'll ask him what's next. But Fury trusts in the team. When we need them, they will be back. Mm-hmm. Tony's working on a plan to rebuild Stark Tower. And as we pull out, we see the only thing remaining of Stark is the A matching the Avengers logo. Mm-hmm. And movie. Except post credit scene. Two. Two of them. One that to so further the storyline. One's for funsies. Is this... Is this where they started the two? Yeah. And it's it, it, it follows a pattern, right? There's Once, one that advances story and one that's just fun. Uh, and a couple of times, it's literally just a scene from the next movie. I'm like, all right, that's fine, too. Sure. <laughs> Actually, most of the, except the, for the one in, in, in Incredible Hulk, they're all just scenes from the next movie. Oh, Because the sure. one in Iron Man 2 is from Thor. The one in, oh, no, I'm sorry. The one in Thor is a new scene. Okay, so never mind. Yeah, I feel it's a little bit of a mixed bag there. Yeah. So the first one is the 
story advancing. So we have we have the, the other, other mm-hmm. right? He's kind of griping. Humans, they are not the cowering wretches we were promised. They stand. They are unruly and therefore cannot be ruled. To challenge them is to court death. In the comics, Thanos is in love with the living embodiment of death. He's a death worshiper, and he turns and smiles. Man, Josh Brolin looks really weird. Oh. Oh, I see what he did there. That poor actor's like, yes, I got Thanos. Mm, Hold on. He did not. So that's the mid-credit scene. Mm Mm-hmm. End credit scene is, of course, the team's eating shawarma. To your point, this was filmed after the premiere. When Chris Evans had a buzz cut and a, and beard. a beard. So Eagle Eye list, uh, watchers, listeners. Yeah, you listen to movies and you watch podcasts. Right. Eagle Eye watchers of the uh, of that scene, you'll notice that Chris never moves his hand away from his face because <laughs> they fitted him with a fake face, and it looks... It looks he looks like it, a burn victim. So like it's bad. At least he was intelligent enough to not put it front and center. Mm-hmm. Looking at you, Man of Steel. All right, Man of Steel. Well, what? I mean, I mean, BVS. BVS. I mean, Justice League. Is that Henry is that Cavill's League? fault yeah. or no. is that? No, I'm, yes, that's DC's fault. I'm not no, blaming. It's, not, no, it's Kevin Sushihara's fault. Oh yeah, okay. Let's and it's also him. Paramount's fault. Well, yeah, we can do that yeah, because they wouldn't that. let Cavill shave it from. Um, Man, uh, whatever, Mission Impossible, whatever one he was in. Yeah. So, Todd, that was a movie. It was a movie, but we have some questions. Yeah, let's question uh, it up. Hey, Todd, what was your? Who was the MVP? Oh God, oh D, most valuable performer. Mm-hmm. So, performer is <laughs> forty-two is episodes act- in. Yeah, you're this still is asking the. This so it's not the character; nope. it's the, the person who adds the most. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Loki's good, but I don't know that he's the most valuable. You know, I, I mean, in terms of the story, it's Fury. He's the linchpin. Without him, we don't get the scene, the 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 group together. And I think it's Loki. Oh, okay, all right. It, without him coming to Earth, sure. and starting all the shit, the Avengers that, would have never been formed. He is the antagonist. That's mm-hmm. fair. That's totally fair. Casey, who is your favorite character? Um, Iron Man. Okay. Hey, Todd, is if I have to ask. We, yeah, okay. Yeah, moving on. <laughs> it's clearly uh, it's Black It's clearly Widow. Captain America. Oh, oh. oh. <laughs> well, that's awkward. Hey, Todd, what was the best scene for you? Oh, man, there's so much good stuff. Uh, I think the helicarrier attack, I mean, that's a huge, I mean, that's bigger than a scene. It's wonderful. Mm-hmm. Attack on New York is wonderful. I think the our introduction to the Black Widow. Yep, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. Uh, How about it's, you? It's the science bro out. Oh, yeah, that's it's a good great too. scene. I mean, because it, it, it creates a, a friendship that we will see through the rest sure. of this uh, phase of movies. The what it, what has been retconned to be called the Infinity Saga. Yes. Yeah. That's that. I'm good with that. You can. There's so much to pick from. Right? Sure. Yeah, but it's two really solid actors who know what they're doing. Yep. Doing what they sure. know how to do. Casey, what is one scene that you would cut? I would cut how even how much we see in the PG-13 version of the eye thing. Because oh. I can't show it to the bean yet. It's That's still pretty scary for her. Um, and she really wants to start watching these movies and like re-watching this whole phase in the eye of my daughter wants to start watching yeah. this. I'm like, well, that's too much for her. So I was, I was going to say and nothing, that, but that's 
fair. I mean, I yeah, it didn't. I mean, we just we didn't need the guy being like, like the shot it here on him. Sure. It could have just been him going in with the, and drill. the smile. So uh, yeah, I'm good with it. I mean, sure. I, I could have a little bit less of that. It wouldn't. It wouldn't take. I feel like you could suggest it. I'd suggest it like without. You could meaning. have the things come down and then cut to Loki him getting smiling. the hologram, yeah, and then yeah. the, you need the Loki smile. Oh sure, Definitely. sure, sure. But yeah, that's the rest can just go. Yeah, that's fair. Hey Todd, who's the actor having the most fun? Oh, Tom Hiddleston's not having fun. Oh, you think I, he's having fun? Oh, he's having so. I would say Tony uh, RDJ Robert Downey. I think he's getting. I think he's put. It's like putting on a nice pair of shoes for him at this point. Okay, nice that's fair. old pair of shoes that he. You know. The, meanwhile, this is Hiddleston's te- second yeah, this time. Yeah, like, <laughs> I get to be the bad guy. Yeah, that's. Yeah, I can see that too. Yeah, I think it's Hiddleston. Okay, I can see that too. Uh, so hey, what is the IMDb? Eight out of ten, eight point zero. So that would be, you know, in quality terms, that's a B minus. An eighty is a B minus. You're just barely in the B zone. It's an eighty for me. Oh, that's no. I mean, given the fact, again, the size of the team and how well the story gets to everybody with ample space. The action sequences are top notch. The right balances. No, this is like a this is a ninety. Okay, it's a ninety. All right, <laughs> that's fair. We knew we were going to end up there. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, so the dad's breakdown. So I have watched this with the boys. Yeah. I love it. It's a favorite. And I I said everything I need to say. Like sure. it, it's not for it's simply because the bean isn't ready for this kind of. And that's totally fair. Yeah, that's totally fair. Now to to your point. With a little bit of selective, hey, look away for a minute. I mean, like it's that, right there. That doesn't work for that her. Doesn't work. <laughs> Got she, it. She's figured it out. Got it. All right. So I drew this one. So you're drawing this one. So just, uh, uh, hey, Bob. And now it's time to pick the next movie from Thor's Helmet. Thanks, Bob. All right. Let's see what we got here. Dig deep. If you do pull it, is it Iron Man 3 or is it Thor 2? Iron Man 3. Iron Man 3. Okay. The piece of paper I have in my hand. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> We're watching a movie called Max Steel. Oh, oh no! Fuck. Hang on, I think, and I think that's a movie we're gonna watch. <laughs> well, yeah, we're gonna watch it. We just pulled it. It's an actual movie, isn't that with um, Wahlberg? Oh, it's Watch Now with Prime Video. No, Ooh. it's uh, Ben Winchell, Josh Brenner, Maria Bello. I knew one of those names. Oh no! Oh. <laughs> Should we watch that trailer? Yeah, let's do All that. Right. We're home, Max. Fresh start. Fresh start number nine. No more moving around. I promise. And we have a new student, Mr. McGrath. Max McGrath. You're not Jim McGrath's son, are you? Why does everybody in this town know more about that than I do? You knew my dad. I need to know about his work. Your father was working to find a way to harness energy beyond anything that mankind has ever attempted. He was right on the edge of a breakthrough. What's happening to me? Um, Max? Ah! No, stay back! My name is Steel. What? You speak English. Max! My mom is coming. Is my mom dangerous? No, no, oh, come on. Cold hands. You gotta clean. You gotta clean in here, bud. Did you do this to me? No, Max. Your father gave you these powers. I'm just here to show you how to use them. Let's get started. Max, you can use your energy in many different ways. 
you can run faster. Be stronger. And I haven't even shown you the best part yet. What? This is awesome. You're welcome. Max? Sophia. You okay? Yeah, I uh, just really late from my, um... Okay, yeah, this is boring. <laughs> my Zumba class. The girl appears to cause increases in heart rate. Perhaps you should avoid contact. Perhaps you should shut up. See, she has made you angry. The Ultralinks are here to destroy the Earth. And your energy is the only thing that can stop them. Time to suit up. Coming in hot, Max! Oh, I can't believe I'm doing this. You have to learn to control these powers. Go right. Let's go left. No, let's just go straight then. Okay. Go, go. Run faster. So much faster. Your father believed he can save the world. It's up to you now, Max. Steal now. Go turbo. You okay? Yeah. A few more bruises than usual. Yeah, it was a it was a cartoon series that before it was a movie. So this is one of those times where I, I wish we had vetted these movies just a, a little harder. I mean, the problem is this one totally should be in the helmet. It's a it's a theatrically released superhero movie. I mean, it's clearly a little bit of Iron Man, a little bit of Power Rangers, uh, right? A lot of probably inappropriate fart jokes. I'm just I'm probably. not looking forward to this yeah. already. Um, but you know who I'll try and watch this with is The Bean. Nice. All right. Um, so IMDb, on a 10-point scale, would you like to guess at what this movie was rated? 46. 4.6? How how'd you do that? Brilliant. It's the, sh- it's the shirt. It's the shirt. Because <laughs> this uh, seems like it's going to be a Space Invaders type thing, too. Oh, yeah. That's... Yeah, I think you're spot on. So, Tom, where can people find you on social media, should you wish to be found? I write about a variety of topics, both geeky and non, at my website, which is tmpinsyr.com. Also on Twitter and Instagram with the handle at tmpinsyr. Casey, where can you be found on the interwebs, should you wish to be found? On Twitter, I can be found at notryancasey. On the Instagram, not.ryancasey. You can also message, you can also email us, but let's be honest, you're just emailing me That's true. at superpodherocast at gmail.com because only Cap writes letters. Tony. Music for the podcast is provided by Kevin McLeod at incompetech.com. He's got some great stuff there he puts up uh, for people to use. So check that out. Yeah. So, Todd, that was a movie. That was a movie. It was a great movie. It was a lot of fun to rewatch. Yeah. I, well, you know what? In, in retrospect, the next movie we're, we're reviewing. You wish you had the Avengers again. I sure do. I sure do. I would take Age of Ultron over what we're about to watch. Love that one, too. Of course you do. You little zombie. Yeah. All right. All right. So that'll do it for the Superpod Hero Cast for this week. For Todd Panic, I'm Casey Ryan. For Casey Ryan, I'm Todd Panic. And I've been your moderator, Bob Brown. Be heroic. Yay. Um, this is episode 42. Do we want to go with The Avengers? Is that why you're wearing 42 today? Yes. You know why? I'm- yeah. Space Invaders. Oh, that's good. That's very good. <laughs> that's very good. I had that stupid ring from Think Geek for a while. Remember that? Did, did I ever show you that? No. They they sold a ri- they uh-huh. sold a ring. And I thought it was going to be like really like subtle. Mm-hmm. And if you press the bottom of it, it lights it up. Lights up. Mm-hmm. It was like bigger than a class ring. It oh, was just, no. and I was like, well, I can't wear this.
Same. So the two, the, the only, almost, but, 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 let me try that again. Yeah. I just feel like mob mentality in the nerd culture yeah. has become, because it became first, it's the best. It's the best. Raimi Spider-Man. Uh, Keaton Batman. Sure. Neither one of the best. But everyone's like, you know, people well, people put Spider-Man 2 on such a, fuck you, such a <laughs> pedestal. They're just like, oh, it's the best superhero movie ever made. I'm like, oh, that's if no. that's the only one you've seen, yes, it is the best superhero sure. movie ever it's made. It's also the worst. Right. <laughs> no, two is not bad. No, if, no, no. If that's the yeah. only superhero yeah. movie, yeah. If that's yeah. yeah. <sighs> um, but it, you know what I mean? Like, I I just I don't want. First of all, I don't want toxic nerd culture anymore because mm-hmm. fuck all Agreed. of that. Uh, like, you can love what you love. Sure. I've never watched um, Doctor Who. Not my bag. I'm sure. never going to make fun of someone for talking about it. Right, right. They love that. Awesome. When I make fun of Star Trek, I'm making fun of you, not Star Trek. <laughs> uh, right. And you're also making fun of your wife. <laughs> that's right. Which she may hear this. She can't hear this. No. She's not listening to us. She's not here. No, that's right. <laughs> she doesn't care. I do love the when I was here that one day, and you're like, yeah, but you only watched original series Star Trek. She's like, no, I watched next <laughs> I totally thought that was... I didn't realize she did. I thought she only ever watched the original. Danny... I've seen every single episode. What? I, like I rewatched it a couple of years ago, and she's and she just come in randomly like, "All right, this is the one where this happens," and I'm like, How do you- I, I, "Fucking a!" <laughs> it's impressive. <laughs> the night we the night we saw oh well oh we saw different nights mm-hmm. but uh, I saw it second night and it, the theater fucking erupted. I was the one who started it <laughs> in our theater, and you know me, I'm usually pretty quiet during a movie. Like I'm like oh like I was like oh. <laughs> Some sort of trained seal, right? <laughs> she points out that they were in Colson's locker, not oh, in his jacket. Uh, in his locker, because Kobe Smothers is Canadian. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Uh, uh, those were in Colson's locker, sir. <laughs> and uh, hey, uh, no wait. Yeah, I asked you, so it's your yeah. turn. No. Oh wait, no, it's, you're right. Yeah. Um, 